This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got some stuff for you. The Olympics happened. We got some gold medalists there. Uh, we've got a interesting signing in the ECHL. Uh, and two trades between Toronto and Arizona that I guess couldn't get done in one trade or the, the line notes didn't work out. I don't know, but we'll figure that out hopefully right now on Face Off Hockey Show next The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face-Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Welcome to the middle of Palindrome week and a half. I'm Scotty Waz. <laughs> Johnny P is right there. Um, I got new teeth. Johnny sinuses still suck. Yes. It's a great story. time. We'll let him describe his his uh, situation right now. Uh, I mean, it's it's the normal for Maryland. I mean, it's only like my brain is going to explode. But uh, it was seventy two degrees today Ooh, as a high. It's going to be forty degrees tomorrow. Ooh, that's not great. It's not great at all. So not great. <laughs> um, not not feeling the best. Um, Very casual. But, uh, but I did uh, have hockey this past week, and I have hockey this weekend too. I just realized currently within the past like four minutes that uh, I'm missing one of the games because I didn't know it was going to happen. Okay. Um, but here's the irony: would be is if I retweeted a I and something that the Black Bears created today. Oh, that oh no, it said Friday on it. That's oh. why. All right, well, that's good. Black Bears Brewing Party at uh, Firm Brewery on uh, Friday, 7.30. Make that happen. Yeah, I retweeted that, and as it said Friday. I was like, oh, cool. That's, <laughs> I mean, the picture that I have from the original, from the beginning of the season said Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I guess that changed at some point. It's It'd be amazing if you... Uh... If you if you showed up Thursday and you're like, wait, aren't you supposed to be? But you're supposed to. But wait, huh? Yeah, it would have been awesome, actually. So it probably wouldn't have even triggered either if they would have been like viewing party Thursday night for Black Bears for the Black Bears game. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. People should go. <laughs> you guys can order Outback Steakhouse and bring it in since they don't have food there. It'd be great. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it said it says it's next to a go kart track. I thought it was the Nighthawk one down the road where they had those weird commercials. You know, anybody from your little sister who you slap happy grandpappy? Yeah, race. that place is. I kind of want. I think I was there once actually. I think I went there yeah. one time. We went I, on the slick track though. I, yeah, I drove by there once, and I have to tell you a story off air right. um, about Sounds what great. happened. So, if we remember in the next fucking two hours. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so uh, I guess now I have off work on Monday for no reason. Whatsoever. Uh, yourself. Um, hey. Uh, yeah, so got that going on. Brewery uh, on Monday. Hey, I'm here for the show. God, can you replay the game from Friday night? Thanks. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Outside of that, it's just kind of been a week. Um, Job happening. Look at you go. Yeah, the, all, all the uh, bird army is back. So that's good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's fun. All the birds coming back. Um, oh. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the Olympics ended, apparently. Yeah, I watched some, I watched some of the stuff. I, watched- I do always love how the olympics there's like a massive massive like uh like um crescendo that goes to the olympics right everybody's like super excited for the olympics and it's literally two weeks yep and then it's like poof gone thank you for showing up at the olympics what did you watch in the olympics um, so I watched USA mostly, and they showed the uh, ice hockey mm-hmm. uh, in the morning, and then generally went to curling or uh, like luge or monobob after that. And then toward the second week, when there was less hockey, it was more like figure skating in the morning. Sure. I watched the uh, gold medal game. Um, I watched after that, it was like the the seven kilometer fucking uh free or uh cross-country skiing oh yeah jesus fuck not the I one guy froze his dick off literally um but did you hear about that story no so a finish a finished cross-country skier uh i'm just sounds gonna put t- sounds terrible put finished penis in here oh perfect so, what could go wrong so first thing that pops up is cs C- cbs sports um remy lindholm was a cross-country skier uh, during the men's 50-kilometer race, which is fucking insane. Um, he uh, it was so cold outside that he froze his penis as he was skiing. That's not good. Um, apparently, this happened earlier in the year as well. To the same guy? To the same dude. Uh, you might. They probably make pills for that, right? He was forced to use a heat pack in an effort to warm up the area in question. Yeah. I mean, um, I would. Yeah. Whew. So I did watch a lot of biathlon as well. I, oh, I saw the Jamaican bobsled team, too. Oh, that's nice. They, they, uh, when they were doing their thing. What else did I watch? I watched short track speed skate. No, I watched not short track. It was a thousand kilometer uh, speed skating. Nice. That was fun. But yeah, no, was, uh, the Winter Olympics have come and they're gone. Oh, I did watch the uh, Miracle on Ice last night, too. Nice. Good work. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. It was Tuesday. Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Uh, what did I do this weekend? I got new teeth. I had two dentist appointments. I got one tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. But I got my front teeth fixed. Uh, I got my bottom teeth here and my top teeth are tomorrow so that was fun i don't nice. know 
I don't know what they're making the the numbing agent out of, but fuck, is that good? Like you can't feel a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's, it's like she's she uh, the doctor was pulling on my lip, and she was I guess tapping my tooth with like the pick. Yeah. And she's like, "You feel anything?" I'm like, "You're pulling my lip." And she's like, "Yeah, but with the tapping." And I'm like, "What tapping?" She's like, "Good. All right, here we go." <laughs> like, oh, okay. Guess we're here now. Well, so uh, uh, yeah. Have that done, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, nothing else really uh, this weekend. Kind of just lazing around. Um, it's been a week. I was done. I like. I checked out of the week at work, but like on Monday, I was just so done already. I mean, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. It's too cold. It was like minus twenty as a high. Uh, Actually, that no, sucks. that's a lie. It was minus seven, but the wind chill made it minus forty-five. So whoa. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a difference. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a difference. Just a bit, like the winds just slapping in the face, just calling it, saying, "Call me daddy." I'm like, oh, yeah, stop it. Like freezing your penis cold. Yeah, freezing your penis cold. You gotta layer up, <laughs> or don't cross country ski a fifty kilometer event. Jesus Christ! I don't think I've done that much on a Nordic track combined in my life, much less in one race. <laughs> right. He, and that guy finished 28th in an hour and 50 minutes. Ugh. So frozen penis and didn't even medal. Come on. Those events I don't understand. Like the cross country where there's like 75 guys and gals on a track. Like how? What I don't understand is how they don't hit each other in the head with the poles. Yeah. Because it's not it. like it's not like they're in like a track or anything, right? Like they kind of can go where they want to. Mm-hmm. How do they? Uh, yeah, I mean, that just—I'd imagine one of those poles just crushing somebody at some point, right? Like, if you get into a big crash, like what happens? And you're all tangled up in skis. They just roll you off to the side, like NASCAR. Yeah. Speaking of which, Daytona was Saturday. I forgot about that. Or Sunday. Oh, I did watch that too. I yeah. watched some of yeah. that. I saw. Uh, um, who is the kid? Uh, Burton flip his car. Harrison Burton, yeah. Go flippy, flippy. Yeah, the the new, uh, the brand new car that's more safe, but also flies. It doesn't get airborne. Wait, what's happening now? Oh, jeez. Oh man. First race. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good times had by all. All right, well, fuck. Let's get to this rundown. We got some stuff to talk about. I didn't know Firm Brewery was in there. I thought, I guess, the other place is closed down. I don't know. What other place? Oh, the the first go tap house. I guess they didn't renew their stuff. I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that they renewed. Mm. I don't know. Shit was whack anyway. It's, it was a shame. Well, they stopped serving those monster. Uh, what was it? The gangster sticks. Oh, the gangster sticks. Right. Yeah, I went in there one time, like just wanting to get gangster sticks because they even reheated well, like in the oven, and they didn't have them anymore. And I was like, this place can go to hell. There you go. And Robin's just like, nah, we can't renew that. Yeah. Gotta no, make gangsta, gangsta sticks. <laughs> no gangsta sticks. No black bears. Get out of here. All right. Except all the Chuckapucks uh, still have the Frisco Tap House stickers. Yeah, well, listen, it's hard to change logos on that stuff. <laughs> That's a lot of money to buy new pucks. Yeah. It's, you know, branding and everything like that. We can probably scrape it off, but the aerodynamics will get fucked, you know. You know how it goes. Am I right, ladies? All right. Uh, yeah, let's get to some injuries then. Uh, 
Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Report. When's the last time you've been to the dentist? Um, before COVID, probably. Okay. Do they give you like a little like rinse? Like, do they make you like do a rinsing before they do the, the inspection of your mouth? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty much the norm. It, uh, I I kind of hate the dentist. Yeah, me too. Because I, I have a hard enough time. I mean, I don't hate them as people. I'm just no. gonna say that. I just hate the uh, act the of the uh, of the fact that I can't breathe through my nose. Ah. And they have people that are putting stuff into my mouth, and then like saliva is just like closing. I feel like I'm choking every time I'm at the dentist. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not anti-dentite. I just um, I don't like the idea of my teeth being scraped, and the sound of it just makes me. Bleh. Oh, could you hear it? Even though you were all like numbed up, I mean, you weren't like out. Yeah, right? they didn't numb my eardrums. Unfortunately, it's actually smarter that way, from what I heard. Because uh, if they give you like a total anesthesia where you're actually like asleep mm. apparently uh that's when a lot of the jaw breaking occurs because people are just like yanking on stuff yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's what that's i had to be out for my um wisdom teeth that's the only time i've been out so yeah, yeah. i do need to get my wisdom teeth out though oh. i believe god damn i got mine out at like 17 anyway it's not about that it's about this uh, unfortunate news coming right off the hop. Um, Radon Amirov, a, a 20-year-old prospect for the Maple Leafs, just found to have a brain tumor. Yeah, I saw that. That's uh, shitty Beatles. God. Uh, so they will uh, evaluate that and obviously go through all the things, T's and P's, to him. That's fucking, that's rough. Um, so, uh, he's, I'm trying to bring up the quote right now. He said he wants to stay positive. I want people to think positively about me. Uh, won't play the rest of the season. Ob- obs. Uh, so we'll see how it all all goes. And um, yeah, go from there. So good luck to him. Going onward and upward. That shit's rough. So anywho, start off with the bad stuff and then get to the worst stuff. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, lower body injury. He's day to day, and aren't we all? And I wonder if this is not like a situation where he's like, I'm going to sit out of the game because I should have got suspended for swinging my stick at a ref. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It looked, they, they said afterwards that, the, oh, yeah, I know. It was fine. He was trying to swing at the other player, not the yeah. ref. Which like, one, I don't know if he's any better. Yeah. Uh, but two, like my whole thing with it was i definitely saw a second angle at some point where like he's not actually near the official at right. all like it doesn't really like get close to the official but um my whole thought on that was had he hit the official i feel like he would have been gone no matter what <laughs> like yeah. well do you see that uh, that um fucking kid in the junior league punched through a linesman no Oh yeah, so USA USPHL, uh, some kid he, puck was coming out. The linesman got out of the way, but he had to stay by the boards. Didn't hop up enough. The kid runs into him at first, and then shoves. You know, kind of, kind of just backs up, like gives him a little shove, a push off the board, like you would if you check somebody. Linesman tossed him for hitting an official, which okay, understand. whatever. Maybe soft, but you know, you could have gave him a, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct. Give him a ten and throw him in the box. 
but he immediately uh, ejected him. Uh, then, as uh, you know, he was going towards the uh, trying to figure out. He was very bewildered. Uh, then he just fucking uh, the referee. Other referees were trying to escort him to the thing. Then he just suckers the fucking linesman in the face with a glove on him. Like the same guy. Yeah, the same kid. No, I mean the same linesman, or did he yeah, hit a same, different one? Same, same linesman. Yeah. All right. So. Well. So that kid was suspended for life um, by the USPHL immediately. Yeah, that's the fastest way to ruin your career, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And there were people trying to defend it. Yeah, the linesman should have got out of the way. Someone actually said, yeah, the linesman's trying to go on a media tour. I'm like, this is fucking tier three junior hockey. I don't think there's a fucking media tour for this crap, you idiot. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anywho, there's that. Uh, Jujarkara, back surgery. He's done for the season. He had a rough year this year with the Blackhawks with the concussion after getting uh, his bell rung and then, you know, dealing with back problems. Whole Chicago team dealing with back problems is Jake, uh, Drake Kajula, herniated disc, six Oof. to eight months recovery on that one. Oof. So another forward for the Blackhawks down and out with the back injury. Uh, and Jesse Pugliarvi, he's got a lower body injury. He is out uh, four weeks. And a nice little uh, revamp season for him. And Alex Semin season after coming back from Russia almost. Right. Um, so <laughs> that, or I think he came back from Finland. Either way. Um, so there's the injuries. Brad Marchand's suspension was upheld. Uh, okay. Shock of no one. Uh, and uh, in saying this, apparently what triggered him was that um, Jari when he saved it he looked over at uh, Marshawn and said how about that fucking save and then Marshawn just fucking wailed on him what a fucking doofus boy howdy I hate yeah. that what it is um, John Hines was fined 25k for inappropriate conduct after the game against the Capitals last week um, apparently he was yelling about said something about someone's mama the only, the, only, <laughs> the only footage anyone has is him yelling at, out at the ice, I'm assuming, to the referees um, who cost him the game, obviously. So there's that. Uh, and there's no max allowable for coaches, so they got that going for him. Oh, wow. So there we go. Damn. Just charge. You can uh, charge up all the coaches then. Just right? write whatever they want. And put it on my tab. I got it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just call, just call the Department of Player Safety. Yeah, no, just put it on mine. It's fine. Uh, Patreon, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. That's the place to go and give us money. We got things, we got stuff, we got things and stuff out there. Um, You give $5, you get to pick a segment for us. You get a dollar, and you get the video show. And it's good times. Good times for everybody. Be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed, so can you. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. All the money you give to us goes back into the show one way or t'other. Um, so be dialing. Be dialing. Uh, there was a trend this past week, Johnny. Really? Oldgoalies.com. <laughs> back with a vengeance. Uh, the Hamburglar came back. Oh, nice. Andrew Hammond got the uh, after he was dealt to the uh, Montreal Canadiens because the Canadians have some uh, goaltending woes right now because no one is healthy. So they had to get uh, the Hamburglar goes out in his first game in like four years and wins uh, wins it for the Canadians in a shootout. 
So a huge uh, jump for him. And then J.F. Barube, the uh, waiver wow. master, uh, for again, uh, first game in nearly four years as he uh, played for the Blue Jackets. Because uh, that's amazing. El- yeah, Elvis Merzlikson got hurt. Corpusalo and Dana Tarasov were dealing with ailments. So here comes J.F. Barube. So two guys who haven't played since 2018 get on the board. That makes me wonder to believe how many old guys are going to be on the board next. Like how many got who's the caps going to bring back? Well, I did see that uh, Sean Avery uh, signed a contract as well, right? Yeah, but he's not a goalie. He's not oldgoalies.com. He's not a goalie. Not a goalie. He wants talk, to be a goalie, though. I'm yeah, sure. We'll talk about the uh, we'll talk about the Avery stuff here in a minute. But yeah. man, what kind of old goalies can we get in the in in the pool right now, man? There's a lot. Like, uh, well, hell, we saw it earlier with what's the Phoenix, Phoenix Copley getting some time in. Phoenix Copley, yeah. Um, He's, who else for the Caps? Fucali, Zach Fucali. I mean, yeah, Fucali is decently. Uh, up there as well. I mean, he's just been like a uh, overall like um, AHL goalie for a really long time, though. Correct, correct. But he, yeah, but he's been so hyped for so many years. Alas, we have to, we have to. Do I mean, it. I, God, like you would almost have to think that, like, Tim Thomas might still be able to play. <laughs> you know, like, uh. I don't know. Who are the more, like, I mean, Lundqvist looks like he should still be able to play. He's got that heart thing. Yeah. Man, Marty Turco's always up for a game. You probably bet Marty Turco will probably get in there. I mean, Ed Belfort could play a game. Might not be good, but he could play. Yes, he could play. <laughs> uh, Troy Grosnick of the Providence Bruins could be a guy who's uh, up there. He has been, hasn't been in the league for, in the NHL. I don't think he started an NHL game in a couple of years. Well, wasn't uh, wasn't the game that um, that uh, Hammond played in the opposite goalie had also not played for like eighteen months or or something like that? Was it? I gotta check that. When did, I can't remember when he fucking played. <laughs> I don't remember either. I I saw it. Um, I mean, I'm pretty certain I saw a tweet that was basically like. The the two goalies, one of these two goalies is going to get a win for the first time in like over two years or okay. something or close to two years or something like that. Oh, let me find let me find the logged games. Uh, twenty twenty one twenty two, obviously because this is the only fucking game he's played in. He can't played against the I, the Islanders and in net for the Islanders, uh, Ilya Sor- uh, Sorokin. So, oh, well that's not that's not oh. it then. Oh. Oh, maybe they were. Maybe they had mentioned Baruby as Perhaps. being the other one, yeah. and so. it just happened to be in the same tweet, and I correlated them to playing each other. Hey, it happens, man. It's been a weird week. It's been an odd week. I understand, man. I understand. Grossnick's actually played in a while. Zane McIntyre hasn't played in a while. I know that for a fact. In oh wow, HL. But he's he's toiling down in the uh, the AHL with the Iowa Wild. Calvin Pickard, another good, uh, another. Solid goaltender in the juniors who just never made the transition up to the pros. He's up and about. Keith Kincaid is a guy. Forgot about him. Forgot about Kincaid. Is Aaron Dell still playing? He's on. I mean, he played earlier this year. So yeah, he did. Well, he was the one who knocked what's his name out, uh, Drake Batherson, right, and got suspended four games for it, and subsequently dropped. He put on waivers. <laughs> so. 
I don't know, man. It, it it almost seems like when everyone needs goaltending, uh, that's when there's none available. And it's just like Jesus, why? Let's just get to the depths of hell, why don't we? Well, the team, a lot of the teams that need goaltending right now also have zero cap space. Yeah, that's. I wonder if that's a correlation. I wonder if we should do a thesis on that. I mean, how much do you have to pay somebody for like a week contract? <laughs> yeah, what's a PTO worth these days? <laughs> so I find what David Ayers uh, signed for, uh, and then we'll go from there. I think that was today, today or yesterday. Yesterday. David. Yeah, David Ayers, the Zamboni driver, beating uh, beating the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, which was a uh, microcosm of that season for them. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would say if if Justin Pogi had performed in the Olympics, I'm sure we would have got a call from him. That would have been great if we had a Justin Pogi over here in the NHL once again. Agreed, um, but not not that's so great. No, not no that 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 was that was not the best Olympics for him. Uh, they beat up on China, and that was about it. So, but yeah, I don't know. I, I find I find it interesting how many old goalies we can get in here. Four seasons in, and I'm sure the Capitals will have two or three of them. Well, so what would be interesting, right, is like th- these are goalies that you have heard of before because they had played in the NHL, but probably haven't played in like three or four years. And you're mm-hmm. kind of like, wow, I forgot that guy is still playing. Sure, yeah, those realizations. That's uh, when uh, when Jen gets here's free agency. She she goes that route. He's he's, yeah. he's there now. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um. Yeah. Any 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 else? Anything else on that subject? No, I'm good with I'm good with old goalies. Old goalies. I'm 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 excited to see where they go next. Um, they so. should have a barnstorming tour. Be great. They do like a Harlem Globetrotters, and they face all the hotshot players from the, that area. <laughs> Just a shootout competition. <laughs> it's amazing. The album I pulled my groin world tour. Uh, the IIHF disciplinary board issued a one year suspension to Ukraine men's national team player and HC Kremenchuk forward Andre Deniskin. Deniskin. Uh, he was involved with an incident, uh, the racial gesture one. So, from earlier this year, when the guy in the KH for the Ukrainian League, uh, yeah, made the racist gesture towards, uh, Jalen Smirk. So, although uh, he was suspended for one year, yep. So, I mean, well, he's probably old enough that it might end his career. I believe. I thought I didn't think he was like young. Uh, but I could be wrong. Full calendar year for him, so starting now. So he's not going to be able to play probably at all next season either. Um, Good. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Should get him. Get him the fuck out of here. Uh, how old is Dennis? I mean, that was far more racist than the uh, thing that occurred in the uh, ECHO. Yeah, that was obvious. Uh, Dennis Kin, 23 years old. Oh, he's so, young. He's a younger, younger Felk. He'll be back. Yeah. Fuck that guy. The Redemption Tour. Oh, yeah, just what we need. Speaking of Redemption Tour, Sean Avery, baby! Woo! Sign with the Orlando Solar, uh, Solar Bears. He needs more money. ECHL. Yeah, exactly. He's lost his money. Needs some more. Um, but yeah, he is signed there. Uh, I, I remember them. I, I remember Biz, uh, Bissonette putting up a video about him being back on skates for the first time since he retired. So I'm like, uh, what is he doing? 
And lo and behold, we know what it is. It's fucking ECHL comeback, baby. Yeah. There you go. Comeback ready to fucking go. Was it the uh wasn't that team the same team that had that allowed Minute Bull to play? Nope, that was the Indianapolis Ice. Uh ECHL comeback. Is that uh between SummerSlam and Survivor Series? Yeah, exactly. It's it's got the big cage. It's great. Good time had by all. What's your pour in there, buddy? You were very loud about it. We what, what, what are we drinking? Hey, about? we could hear the pour at this time. Yeah, Jesus, fuck. EBK. That looks a little bit like Malachi or uh, yeah, about uh, uh, what's his name now? Malachi Black. It is Malachi Black now. Yeah, yes. Black, not back. The, oh no, pairings... it was Alistair Black in the uh, WWE, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pairings for this. Uh, oh, we get this. Uh, what's the percent? It doesn't tell me the percent. Eight oh. percent. Uh, hazy IPA. Oh, hazy baby. So for food. We're going to go with the Taiwanese oxtail ramen with sous vide egg. Sous vide? Sous vide? Sous vide. Suede. Sure, whatever. Cheese. Kirkham's Lancashire. Lancashire. Lancashire? Never heard any of these things. Cigars. Casa Fernandez. Aganorsa. Leaf. Miami Maduro. Mm. And then if you're going to listen to music while drinking... This beer, it's going to be Season of Da Sickness by Ooh. Brother Lynch Hung. Mm. Yes. Can I get any sickness spelled with S-I-C-C-N-E-S? Oh, so like if you're jotting something, if someone writes something down. <laughs> so if like you spelled it wrong? Yeah, if, you, if, if someone just is is quoting you and you spelled something wrong, they just put the sick in there. That's nice. Yes, S-I-C-C. Yeah, nice. Good times. So, but yeah, yes, good, good stuff. Yeah, so uh, Shawnee Avery, last time he played was 2011-2012 for the uh, Connecticut Whale, I believe it was. If I read this correct, that, the Connecticut Whale. So, announces retirement March 12, 2012. That puts us almost 10 years to the day. So I just, I, I don't understand what, what makes you come back like like that you know like i can understand yager still playing and mm. being like yeah i want to still play i do it well I, it is what it is but how do you retire from a sport for 10 years and then be like yeah i still love the game i'm gonna go back and play again i saw what happened with cm punk and he's like the people will love me just as much yeah he Jordan, goes out and Jordan. sits down in the uh in the middle of et cetera, ice. Jordan left for like four years, didn't he? He played baseball for like two of them, but then he but then he came yeah. back and then he, he only played again. baseball for a year. Yeah, he did. And then he came back to basketball. Wearing the four five. He was only like, he was only gone for a year. It felt yeah. long. Yeah. Uh, two years. Sorry, ninety. Uh, oh, he announced his retirement in ninety three. Uh, in October of ninety three, and then he went to play baseball starting in ninety four, and then he went. Came back uh, the next season, ninety-five. Yeah, so he was gone for one basketball season. Yeah, it but felt then, longer than that. But then he retired uh, in ninety-eight, and then came back in two thousand one with the Wizards after he bought them. Yeah, <laughs> because they needed. He actually did that to uh, to help his own investment by selling more jerseys. And yeah, exactly. Probably. And now he owns the Charlotte Hornets, 
and uh, twenty part of twenty three eleven racing team. Yeah. And apparently, sure the was retired yeah. by the Heat. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't get this one. Because I'm looking at his. Where did he play for the Heat? Uh, he didn't. I think they got him confused with LeBron. Didn't LeBron wear 23 with the Heat? Or no? I guess he didn't. No, I wore six, I think, actually. Huh, All right, so uh, 23 is only retired by six different teams in honor of five different players. Both the Chicago Bulls and Miami Heat retired it for Michael Jordan, even though Jordan never played for the Heat. Uh, <laughs> so he just said, fuck it. Oh, that's so good. In addition, the Heat have one of the quirkier retired numbers hanging. Those technically not retired. The team honored legendary Miami's quarterback, uh, Dan Marino by hanging his number 13 in the rafters. What about Snowflake? <laughs> oh, interesting. Then fucking they're just like <laughs> they retired my esteemed colleague Dan Marino's number. Exactly. Well, we learn wow. something every day here on the show. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, so first of all, I I mean I guess it's your team, right? You can retire whatever numbers you would like. But yeah. I didn't realize that you retired numbers for other players, other uh players from other teams unless it was like Wayne Gretzky and everybody in the league did it. Yeah. Now I am also surprised that 23 isn't like retired amongst everybody in the it league did. the same way that Gretzky kind of yeah. is, but yeah, I'm surprised too, actually. But alas, here we are. <laughs> Maybe a bunch of people just didn't like Jordan. Well, he took that personal. <laughs> I ate the whole pizza. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, all right, Mark, what do you think about Sean Avery back in the ECHL? I had no idea who you guys were talking about <laughs> when I came in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Avery signed with the uh, the Orlando Solar Bears. It's got to be a stunt. It has to be. He's, it has to be. Full There's no way he's going to be able to hang. He was in full gear this morning, uh, taking part in practice. So, Matt Barnaby said he would sign with any team in the division to t- get a piece of Sean Avery. <laughs> oh, that'd be so we're going to see actually. what Matt Barnaby does now. What team's going to sign Matt Barnaby? So let's let's God, find. I out. hope that happens. I would love if that happened. Um, what teams are in the? Um, God, ECHL, you make the worst fucking website. Jesus Christ. Like, I can't even find the standings. What's going on? Why is this so Why is this so big, ladies? There it is, standings. Jesus Christ, it took forever to find. Should be two seconds. If you're a fucking league, the standings should be right there. Uh, so in the uh, with the Solar Bears are the Jacksonville Icemen. Oh, yeah, they need another controversy. Yeah. The Florida Everblades, the Atlanta Gladiators, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, the Norfolk Admirals, and the South Carolina Stingrays. There you go. I mean, somebody oh. will pick him up. I, sh- I sure as heck hope so. Gonna be Jacksonville or South Carolina. I kind of hope somebody picks up Paul Vincent so he gets him off TV. Fuck, he's bad. <laughs> oh, is he terrible? Apparently, I didn't hear it, but I guess the uh, interview they had with Jack Eichel last weekend or last week, they're just talking about his car and if he if he's been betting in Vegas. Yeah. These are the fucking these are the card hitting questions the fans really want to know. Yeah. Get fucked. I mean, at this point, I would take Charles Barkley over Bissonette on oh. the uh, on the on the panel. I'll take Little Penny over Bissonette at this. 
I'll take the claymation version of the trainer from Rocky over over. Ah, uh-huh, there we go. A fucking brisk iced tea get get sponsorship in there too. It's brisk. <laughs> fucking let's go. Yeah, so fucking we'll see if Matt Barnaby signs. I good for Sean Avery, I guess. I don't fucking care about him. Like he's a dick. He was a dickwad when he played in the NHL. I'm sure he's a dickwad now. Well, it, I mean, it's a Vogue, a Vogue internship doesn't fucking change you 360 or 180. 360, you just be right back where he went. That's where he is. He he did go 360. <laughs> I mean, it, this just. It, this is the most Sean Avery thing that Sean Avery could have done. This is the most minor league hockey thing we've had in a while. Yeah, it's like a gimmick night, but it's more like, look at me. I'm Sean Avery. Right. Sure. Exactly. You're absolutely right. I'm Sean Avery. I'm, you know, look at me. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba. I'm sure. I hope he does the whole thing where he turns around and, and screens the goalie like he used to, too. Like, that's his bit. No. Well, oh, that'd be great. And some young kid from Newfoundland just sticks him in the dick. I think that that's a penalty, though. Nah, fucking who cares? It's Sean Avery. No one cares. Two minutes well worth it. All right. Exactly. Uh, so there we go. Sean Avery back in the in, in hockey. We all fucking love it. Ugh, I hate myself. The BHF, the Premier Hockey Federation, uh, with the the former NWHL, uh, ups the salary cap for the rest of the season. That means they're allowed to carry on one more player uh, for the rest of the season in the playoffs. Uh, also announced that Tyler uh, Tumina, the commissioner, she is resigning at the end of the year. Jeez. So she told the board of governors that early uh, during the all-star game uh, not too long ago. And yes, yeah, two years on the job and she is gone ski from there. Also uh, unveiled that Minnesota, the white caps are being sold. I'm sure to an investor who's going to keep them there. I'm sure to the person, maybe sold back to the league and the league runs all the teams now. Wow. Uh, and they're also looking at uh, us expansion. Uh, they're going to expand by two teams. Montreal is the layup for the Canadian side. Uh, you got to figure uh, there's a lot of open space for the U.S. side, but if they don't put it in Pittsburgh, I'd be surprised. Be very surprised because Pittsburgh's been making a push for a lot of things, and I'm sure they would get, they would love to have that fucking market right there. Yeah, I mean that works for me. Yeah, so because yeah, DC is not gonna get it because DC actually has to put you know paperwork in. But Teddy Ball Game is not about paperwork anymore. No. It's like, fuck your paperwork. He just ships over some AOL discs. Exactly. It was like, use the internet like real people. This is, this is payment, dog. This is what I want in life. Um, Bobby Hall booted Oof. as the Chicago Blackhawks uh, community ambassador. Uh, <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? In the first who, ex- for, in the, and it took Oof. two years for them to fucking figure it out. <laughs> so... Whew. The man famously known for hanging his second wife out of a balcony of a 10th floor window right. at a hotel and then a noted abuser, not fit for this Blackhawk squad. Who'd have so thought? What did he do this time? And why is it always the Blackhawks? The Blackhawks are like he didn't the do new... anything this time. He didn't do anything. They finally thought, hey, we should get better optics because, you know, our yeah. own yelled at a reporter yeah. about, you know, why did you guys cover up the fucking scandal? <laughs> and he's like, no, we're not talking about that. Sit down. <laughs> Fuck, we're talking about how I'm a good fucking person. Fuck you. <laughs> the next day, 
Bobby, I'm sorry, buddy. You gotta go. Bobby, listen. This is the you've, you've messed up for the last time with this organization. Fuck that me. was two years ago. <laughs> listen, we're shits on us right now. Something we happened in 2010 that we didn't think was going to get out finally got out. Um, yeah. Now we, everybody's going to bring up everything they know about you. Yeah, exactly. We have a bunch of your emails to Bruce Allen. It's just going to have to happen. I'm sorry. You wrote in your autobiography, man. I don't know why you fucking went that far. The hell. <laughs> Oh, God. Just when you think that it couldn't get worse. Oh, it always For does. For who? For the Blackhawks. Oh. Like, <laughs> just like, just like things continually coming up at this point. Like, right? It's just like. So the Blackhawks were terrible back when they were blacking out their home games on television. Yeah. They had the brief decade where they were like a really good organization and won a couple Stanley Cups, and then they're back to shit. Yeah, oh, they were yeah. probably doping in this 10 years, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, we're going to find out that, that they won three Stanley Cups in 10 years, but they were doping the whole time. I find out that Patrick Kane was actually a, a drug lord in the locker room for those 10 years. <laughs> and that is just all his outburst and shit was because he was fucking fueled by coke, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Fucking the Blackhawks. Never a dull moment. Wow. Uh, Vinny Pasolacavier, officially named special advisor to the hockey ops. We mentioned that two weeks ago when Marty St. Louis took over this team. And, man, Marty St. Louis has really gotten the best out of Cole Caulfield, hasn't he? Holy shit. Yeah. Cole Caulfield's on a fucking tear. I mean, it's like, it's like Steve Stamkos. Like, fucking Steve Stamkos had all that pressure on him. They had the wrong coach because Barry Melrose was fucking 40 years past his prime. And then uh, Cole Caulfield going, going ham right now. So, good to see. Uh, it's kind of what happens when you just let a guy play hockey, right? And when you have something, it's like it's like, oh my god, we see this talent. Let's build around him rather than have him learn us our system. Yeah, amazing how that works. I mean, yeah. at this point, St. Louis might be able to stick around for next season, right? Fucking, they got the Hamburglar net stealing wins. It's fucking doing great. Yeah. Do you think he still gets free uh, free McDonald's in Ottawa? Oh. Well, once they get the truckers out of there, sure. I mean, it was supposed to be for life. Yeah. For, 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 for life. It's like NWO, baby. I wonder. Did anybody ask him that? Him and, I mean, uh, maybe we, maybe Pissadette could ask him. Yeah. Fucking. I, I could get, you know what? Maybe that was it. Like, Pissadette couldn't get it on this podcast, so we had to tell it during the T, T, uh, TNT shit. <laughs> so. Whew. Oh, no. Okay. So from 2015. Um, hold on. Uh, Andrew Hamburger Hamlin received his free for life card from McDonald's Tuesday night. Stop. No, fuck off. Um, but it didn't exactly come as advertised rather than a lifetime uh, card as the fast food giant had stated it would. Uh, he was handed coupons worth a thousand dollars. Come on. That's terrible. And let's be honest, though. A thousand one dollar off coupons is a lot of paper to carry around. <laughs> He's like they probably gave it to him in a like in a like briefcase. He's got a stack. He he does he does the Evander Kane phone thing, but with McDonald's. Bucks. <laughs> God, he he definitely missed a photo op if if he really got like a whole bunch of coupons. Oh man, and then talking. He probably about- have expired at this point. Oh, for sure. 
They all all a thousand dollars worth of uh, worth of McDonald's coupons expired like three months later. <laughs> what if he like rented out a McDonald's one night and was just like put down all thousand dollars of coupons and was like, make this work. This is fucking great. He's like, they didn't need to do anything. Um, in fairness, the art. Uh, in fairness, the hamburger was put in good fun. If there was a copyright or trademark, I don't even know. But they, if they wanted to put to big stink, they could have. They gave fans free McDonald's last year, so what else can I ask for? Hammond also was presented an additional gift from the seven or eight McDonald's owners attending Senator's corporate events. It was a framed card with the picture of me holding up a burger from last year, Hammond said. They kind of had a little bit of fun with it. Okay, all right. <laughs> He's like, I don't see the difference between lifetime and $1,000 anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's playing his first Maybe. game in the four in the last four years. Exactly. That's why. That's why he was in the league for you know for however long. Oh boy. So we got that going for us. Um, Olympics. Finland beat the Russian Olympic Committee for Olympic gold, two to one in the fire, three to one, I think it was. I can't remember which. Two or three to one. I watched the game and I can't remember. Uh, Slovakia beat Sweden. For the bronze medal. Oh, wow. Slovakia so, had a good tournament. Slovakia wins their first medal in hockey ever. Ooh. So, got that going for them. Again, uh, I like the Olympics better without the NHL. I think it's more of a wild card without the NHL. Mm-hmm. I think you get better stories out of it. You don't You don't have to be like, well, we got more NHLers. Odds are we're probably going to win. Yeah, I'm not sure if he... Uh, the hockey isn't as good. But... I do think you get much better, like, stories out of it. And it also does wonders to showcase, like, home country leagues, I believe, for these European countries. Sure. Or at least the guys that are playing in, like, the KHL. That helps a lot. Definitely. And you get your cameos from the former NHLers. You gotta pay, like, 50 50 bucks for that. That's not really cool. And you just get a video message. That's true. Mm-hmm. Sean I mean, Avery no, wasn't no, selling think, any of his. That's why yeah, he came that's back. Why he had to go back in the ECHL. <laughs> I think it was you, Scotty, that mentioned that Sergey Fedorov was looking more and more like uh, Vladislav Tretiak yeah. every time you saw him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, he's getting there. That's for damn sure. He's getting close if he's not already there with the hair slicked back. Good. Uh, that's good. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't. The Double IHF also rescheduled all the canceled tournaments from the winter into the summer. And that means the World Junior Championship <laughs> restarts from scratch. So oh, that's so good. They got to repick rosters. They got to repick all Let's this. Go. So there that is. Now the you might be able to get more players though because you don't have to. You don't and have to do the whole like these young kids need to be released from their NHL team. I still I feel like they still have to be released, but it's over the summer. Right, so it's not going to be like there's no other sport playing. There, I'm sure NHL teams would just offer players. That like, would be oh, cool. That tournament like, <laughs> might be way better now. It's like a loan for them, like it's like Chelsea loaning out their players to like some their young players in China. Yeah, right. It's like here, yeah, you you go play here. You'll get you'll get time there. Go to Australian league, and here you go. Oh, fuck. There we go. So yeah, there's that. That's wait, awesome. Wait for Lyle Richardson, and then. Actually, have to deal. So with does them. this mean that we're? Uh, does this mean we don't get the under eighteen women's tournament in uh, Pittsburgh or wherever it was that Murray wanted the the tournament in uh, in Youngstown? Probably not. Yeah. No, unfortunately. Tired. 
Um, all right, I gotta I gotta deal with a work thing real quick. All right. So I will let you guys talk amongst yourselves, and then when Lyle gets on here, you can talk amongst yourselves with him. Sounds great. Hopefully, I'll be about ten minutes. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Patonzo Show with John <laughs> and special guest Mark. <laughs> <laughs> He showed up. This is what happens when Mark shows up on time. Mm-hmm. So how's the uh, aura ring been treating you? It's, it's fantastic. Uh, it's is no it different. As good as normal. I'm good starting as you to, expected. Yeah, I'm starting to build out the like. I didn't realize the thing on top of the app was going to track like day to day over time. Yeah, has it started I'm, to tell I'm you what time you should go to bed? No, it hasn't. It hasn't done that yet. Because <laughs> I'm all over the place, man. So uh, I don't know. It's it's not telling me anything I didn't already know. We'll put it that way. But I did just I did just find the reports section. Yeah, you can go or trends. I should say. Well, it starts telling you that after like uh, a week or two of data, I believe. Yeah. So my trends, my my sleep efficient sleep efficiency trends. You yeah. Got daily, weekly trends here. You can go into, you know, total time in bed, right? I'm averaging eight hours, nine minutes total time in bed, which sounds good, but it's apparently not. I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm on on a seven-minute latency. I feel like that's pretty good. That's not terrible. Yeah, on on a... uh, Sorry, I'm I'm averaging nine-minute latency over the last week. So... Yeah, I mean, my monthly... My monthly sleep score on average is 85. <laughs> Let's see. Over the last week, my average sleep score was 68. <laughs> not not great, Bob. Not great. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's uh, I'm building all of, I'm, I'm I'm building all of my sleep my terrible sleep data. But we we all knew this is how it was going to turn out. So, yeah, this is a lot more fun though for me. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch any of the what were your olympic sports that you watched scotty and i went through it it was basically like i had the usa channel on like all day long yeah i i can't say that there was anything that we really tuned into excuse me like we weren't we weren't caught up in the whole russian skater oh yeah doping drama uh i, I did see the italian co-ed team win gold for curling um i i didn't have the tv on enough i guess to catch any of it so i can't i'm I'm, my olympic watching we were actually commenting the other day not you and i but Brittany and i is that we didn't actually like care enough about this olympics to really get involved in i don't know what it what it was about this olympics there was nothing like that we that was must see a TV for for these Olympics probably because none of it was live. It just has a different feel for, you know, when it's not live, you, you just like eh, whatever, whatever happens happens. I don't care. True. I mean, it, 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 some of it was live, but it was at like well, tune in in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't tuning in in the morning. No, Hudson mm-hmm. didn't didn't flip on the Olympics. No. No. He certainly did not. Excuse me. That's why. That's why. That's why I'm your sleep stats well. suck. Yeah. I'm already. I either go to bed at like eight or I go to bed at like eleven thirty. There's mm. no one between. 
Mm-hmm. Just how it works. So what? I mean, what were your Olympics then? Because oh, the the eight a.m. I didn't see any biathlon. I was really I was really disappointed oh I watched that a I lot didn't of see bands. any biathlon. Yeah, it was on in the mornings. That's why. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would wake up and come downstairs and just turn USA on. If there was Premier League on that day, they would go from Olympic coverage to Premier League and then back to Olympic coverage. It was like the greatest channel in the world for like two weeks straight. Did you watch any of the closing ceremonies? No, I kind of forgot it ended. Uh, I turned on USA like yesterday and it was like law and order. I'm like, oh, that's harsh. It goes out with a whimper, man. That's what I'm saying. This Olympics was not like. Nobody seemed to care. From what I could tell, yeah. Apparently, uh, from what I saw, is that NBC lost a lot of money uh, on the Olympics this time around, and uh, it's uh, scaring people from doing uh, big events in China. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how it's China's fault. I mean, I don't either. I mean, it probably was huge <laughs> in the oceanic countries. Yeah. I mean, what it doesn't matter. It didn't matter where it was that people didn't want to watch it. It's just not well promoted. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. And you know what? It's probably all Gary Bettman's fault for not letting the NHL players go. It is, obviously. It's all Gary's fault. Yeah. I mean, had the NHL players been there, then, you know, we definitely would have stayed up until like 11 p.m. to watch a, a game that went until three in the morning mm-hmm. in the Olympics, you know, for sure. That's yeah. everything. In China. Definitely. But, but only because it was in China is why I didn't watch. Right. That's obviously. Why. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, we have uh, Lyle Richardson who <laughs> is showing uh, uh, Scotty uh, has a work call currently. So, oh. Uh, oh. You've, you've broken in on the uh, Patanza's Olympic talk. Awesome. Um, how, yeah, you just uh, missed sleep talk. Yes, you missed sleep talk though this this time around. We Good, found because out you that guys my, ru- uh, I still haven't forgiven you guys for ruining sleep with your analytics last week. We, just, we figured out that my trend for the month of February is twenty points higher than Mark's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but how does that how does that break down to to REM sleep versus oh, it has a funny sleeper? <laughs> over the last week I've averaged fifty-nine minutes of REM sleep a night. <laughs> so since you asked, whereas deep sleep, an hour twenty-three. Hour twenty-three. Oh, so, so wow. Okay, they wow. say that deep sleep is more for recovery and when your body really needs to rest. So <laughs> The fact that I'm getting more deep sleep is not surprising. Yeah. It means that you're not sleeping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The only sleep I get is deep sleep because But how does that apply to your puck, how, do, how does that apply to your puck touches though? That's what I want to know. Well, that's mm-hmm. a personal question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I'm, well, not, well, I'm, not, I'm not having any REM dreams, so the puck touches are way down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So what so, up, guys? Uh, how is your how's your Olympic watching? We were talking uh, about uh, the Olympics for a bit. Yeah, I, I was only able really to just kind of like catch it, do kind of sort of Olympic recaps. I, I didn't get to see very much live, though. Fortunately, 
the women's Olympic final. It, it was it was nice of them for the gold medal game for women's hockey that 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 was on roughly the same amount of time, roughly the same time that I get up in the morning to go to work. So it was fantastic to have that on and watch that while that was going on. So sorry, guys, in your face, Canada rules. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so uh, um, I'm just going to say this. Uh, I kind of feel like everybody saw that coming. Mm. Um, even throughout the uh, like Challenge Cup or whatever, you know that little like yeah. nine game series that they play against each other for like months leading up to the Olympics. Like Canada was just the better team. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were really like I said. I mean, after when they lost Olympic gold, you know, four years ago in in Yongchang. I mean, that was sort of like a you know kind of a. All right, we got to make a goal here of winning back gold in you know four years from now. But along the way, I mean, you could see kind of like the the fruits of the labor, if you would, if you would, because uh, yeah, as you said, just for the past year, they've just been the better team. Um, Marie Philippe Poulain, I mean, um, yeah, just unbelievable. Captain Clutch is her nickname, and it's so appropriate. And here in Canada, everybody's just considers her. Uh, they're making the case, and I think it's a justified case given her Olympic pedigree and her, her pedigree in international hockey in the women's stage just as a whole over the last 10 years. They're, they're, they're heralding her as the, as the top Canadian athlete of the past decade. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Well, she's won three yeah. gold medals, right? And yeah. Silver. Yeah. And not to mention, of course, again, for, you know, in the other international tournaments as well. But uh, that's, you know, when you consider. Uh, you know, Canadian men's, uh, you know, men's athletes, not too, not a too shabby, uh, you know, crowd that we've got up here. And a lot of them are hockey players too. Sure. But, uh, you know, to have, uh, to have a woman be considered at the top, you know, to be considered the best Canadian athlete of the past decade, that is definitely high praise. And, um, yeah, I also found it very interesting that, uh, the, uh, the ratings for that game was higher than, what was it that I saw was 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 higher than than any uh that had watched the the Stanley Cup final since 2019 here in Canada wow. or something like that so yeah it was sort of like yeah for people who were like why is it women's hockey in the Olympics and it's just like that's why that's why people will watch it. Now, I know people will say, well, that's just because it was Canada and the United States. And if it had been China and Finland, nobody would have watched. Well, maybe, but I, I, I still think the ratings for that would have been high. First of all, because talk about upsets if it had been China <laughs> and Finland. People would have been like, holy shit, they beat Yeah, what the US hell happened? We got to watch this. Jesus. Well, one of the key things, I think, for women's hockey, good, I mean, good or bad, right? Take it for what it is. There are a, the rosters... The turnover on rosters isn't nearly as high as it is on the. I mean, every four years you get a, almost a completely different men's team when there aren't NHL yeah. players. Yeah. Right. The women's team, you build storylines. The players play against each other all the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. You can, you know, oh, I remember watching this person, you know, this girl or that girl, this woman, that woman four years ago, and I, you know, I remember they did this, and that really stuck with me. Right. When when you got a different roster for every year. Yeah, it's great to cheer for the United States, but you're not cheering necessarily for the players. You're cheering for the, the team. With women's hockey, it's easy to, you know, I'm cheering for this player. This is my favorite player, and you get invested. That's how. That's Gary Bettman's playbook, yeah. right? Yeah. And, Market the players, yeah. not necessarily the game, and that's how you get people hooked. 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, yes, as as we talked about last week, I mean, yes, there is that big, you know, disparity between Canada, U.S. and then the rest of the world. But as we said, you know, for the longest time, it was Canada, the U.S. up here and everybody else was you didn't even see them in the screen. They were just there. But now you're starting to see them come up. It was I thought that uh, the women's hockey, what I what I did see of the games that I was able to watch and of the highlights that I saw as well, looked a lot more competitive this time around. I think this was the most competitive women's Olympic hockey in a while because, yeah, okay, Canada and the U.S. were favored to win, and yes, they did, but a lot of these games weren't pushovers. Now, a lot of these games weren't just so lopsided where, you know, you were just like, by the, by, by the end of the second, you didn't bother to watch the third period because you knew this was, this was over, you know? I, I think there was one game that was super lop. It was like, Canada, Switzerland, is that Yeah, so? yeah. Like, there was still the odd one there, but yeah. you were getting you were getting that in men's hockey too, for God's yeah, sake. Sure. So yeah. So whenever I would see people disparage that and say, Oh, well, the games in the women's side were so lopsided, like, have you watched men's hockey this year? Yeah, <laughs> did you watch the men's hockey? Because a lot of that was lopsided too. So Anyway, it was uh, it was a ter- it was a terrific game. But even throughout that game, even though even though it was close, but again, even through that game, as as you were saying, Johnny, it just they just looked the better. Canada just looked the better team. Yeah, in that you game. also can't spot Canada three nothing lead and then hope you're coming back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, full marks to them for for you know at least you know making it competitive, making it you know getting back into it. But it's still, you know, still just wow so uh anyway there's that until uh until they meet again uh in the next uh women's worlds which i believe is this summer i think yeah it's been a bad run for united states versus canada games the, mm. the world cup qualifiers the olympics yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh by the way fun fact too uh the other canadian uh athlete up here who's also being considered who would also be considered uh in the running to be canada's best athlete of the past decade christine sinclair our yeah, best uh, nice. our yeah, best yeah. women's soccer player. i was about to mention her yeah. as well yeah mm-hmm. so i think it's pretty cool you know it's not you... justin pokey <laughs> no it's not justin pokey and not justin bieber either <laughs> He he gets to be considered an athlete just because he played in a, in a celebrity uh, hockey tournament once and got plastered by uh, Chris Pronger. That's the only time I ever was happy to see Chris Pronger flatten somebody up against the glass. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, I just think it's just on this note. I just think it's great that you know it's two two women are are getting that much praise here in Canada and justifiably so because as I said, uh, you know Marie Philippe Poulin's done so much for women's hockey. Christine Sinclair's done so much not just for for. Canadian women's soccer, but just just women's soccer in general, you know. So, uh, great stuff. Just great stuff to see. And I assume when I was on that call, you guys had uh, you talked about her ECHL contract that she denied. Yeah, didn't get to that one. Yeah, okay. didn't get. So to yeah, that. we were talking oh. about Olympics and sleep stats. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was chastising them again for for bringing analytics in and ruining sleep. So I, I, anyway. I was. I mean, I am going to say this. Listen, if if you have if you have a house. <laughs> Which I'm assuming we all Is it a glass house? So you have a house. Okay. okay. You have a house. I have a house. Um <laughs> and, and and you're like, you know what? I I'm I'm gonna get a new house in two years. I'm gonna get a new house in two years, but the house I'm in now, I'm gonna get cabinets for it. Okay? I'm just okay. gonna get a lot of cabinets for it. And then just gonna take those cabinets with me to the new house. <laughs> Seems a little insane, doesn't it? 
Uh, I mean, uh, is is this the house that that uh, Jen wants wants you guys to buy? No, yeah. no, no, no. I don't is, think it's a. I don't think this, this is, is the, uh, yeah. the allegory of a house. Yeah, I feel like I'm this sorry. is a metaphor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. a metaphor. Okay. You you, yeah, you yeah. got to tell me you're speaking Facebook. metaphorically, or I'm going to take you literally. So there you go. Well, I'm just saying, like, say 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 you had a okay. a, a meta metaphorical house. Is okay. it a Lego house? <laughs> Maybe that would be easier to break down. Yes, that's true. It would. But I mean, you have this house. It's been you've had it since probably the seventies. Oh, okay. You know, in like two years, like they're building the new house, but you just gotta wait two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you think because like this, uh, the home, the homeowners association is gonna come into your house and say you gotta get rid of these these cabinets. That you get new cabinets, but you're gonna take these new cabinets that you built for this old house and then take them over to the new house when that's finally built. Uh huh. Yes. It seems it seems like a little too much work. Yeah, it seems like a lot yeah, of work. It, it seems like a lot of dumb logistics. That, that, That's that, what that I'm does. dealing with now. And yeah. it also, I also feel like uh, you can get better cabinets for your new house. Yeah, you would think that with the windfall of capital that you'll have for this new seven seven floor house, uh-huh. um, you'll be able to get new cabinets. But no, it's yeah, a lot of rooms. We That's want a, seven that floor is a lot house. of rooms. Seven floors, you said. Every room's oh, got goodness. a bathroom. We want to, yeah, exactly. And sometimes you got doubled up beds, but some, you know, it is what it That's is. That's true, very true. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, in this in this metaphorical house, and you know, they're building it two years. You'd think you'd have that, and you think you want, you know, innovations, change, and such. Yeah. Um, no, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the metaphorical cabinets now. It's been a fun time. It's my 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 life is doing great, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my mental faculties just on on par with uh, everything else. On par. That's a great uh, analogy, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably you're probably using the cabinets for the pars. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, I am. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, but anyway, Marie Marie Philip Poulin, she is uh, she is to turn down an ECHL contract with yeah. Um and then she said, "Hey, how about you don't don't carny me, you fucks." <laughs> I don't know how to say that in French. Uh, don't carny me, you fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it, right there. And she says, how about you promote women's hockey instead? And they're like, oh, you really got our fucking balls in a vice now, don't you? Right, fine. <laughs> yeah. The Montreal Canadiens actually reached out to her, though, too, just to say, you know, hey, listen. Sign man. the deal, she, they said. Oh, what are, you, what are your future plans? <laughs> right. What are you doing? Hey, hey, what you doing? What's up? What's up, girl? What's up? What you, doing? <laughs> you up? Mm, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> got a guy who's smaller than you. You're taller than that guy. Come over to our squad. Marty St. Louis turned Cole Caulfield's life around, Lyle. And, Big uh, time. Big so. time. And Josh Anderson's. Yep. Yep. Um, I parallel this to Steve Stamkos and his misrepresentation at the beginning of his career. And then <clears throat> now he's turned so a new coach and it turns the whole mm-hmm. thing around, Lyle. Yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, again, you know, I, as I said, I was worried that this was just some kind of a stunt or anything like that. But I mean, hey, not only did they, uh, you know, has he got them uh, playing better? I mean, and, and improved Cole Caulfield and Josh Anderson's playing better. And Jeff Petrie, the much maligned Jeff Petrie, yeah. has suddenly rediscovered his smile and his game all of a sudden. And they rattle off three straight wins, uh, two of them against very good teams. And one of them being the Toronto Maple Leafs, the very team that they had eliminated in the playoffs last they year. Just beat them. Beat oh my shit. god! Whipped them like a government mule. That was that was brutal. And then I got to watch Steve Dangle's meltdown the next day, and of course that was the usual epic 
wow, that was neat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool gimmick. Yeah. Uh, but His anyway, gimmick. um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I have to wonder if, and again, I like Marty San Louis, loved him as a player. Um, I'm warming to him somewhat as a coach. I mean, Hey, at least he's honest and says, listen, I don't know everything, you know, about coaching, but you know, I'm willing to learn. And at the same time, I'm, you know, willing to let the guys know what I think and, you know, what, what, you know, blah, 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 what, what I consider acceptable and what's not. And okay. That seems to be working for him, but I have to wonder when these guys have responded pretty much the same way. If it had been, you know, any really any other person coming in as a head coach, I mean, it, they were they were pretty much like Dominic Ducharme had so lost the room by the time he was fired. I mean, he'd lost the room, I think, back after the first yeah, month during of the, the cup season. run. Good <laughs> Lord. But even um, if even if St. Louis like. Doesn't have tactics. Like, hmm. let's say that, like, for example, like, he doesn't know X's and O's. He doesn't know tactics. He's going to get these guys to play hockey and play yeah. hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I mean, and that's maybe at some point, that's probably all that they really maybe, need. Yeah, maybe that's all. Maybe that's all you need. I mean, I'll be I'll be interested to see, you know, how how things look um, if they bring him back next season, because everybody knows this season's a write off. So there's no pressure there. He's not. They didn't hire him to be like, OK, you've got to get us into the playoffs. You know, my God, our, you know, the team's honors on the line. You got to get us in the playoffs. I mean, no, they're not going to make the playoffs. Everybody knows that. So there's really no pressure. He can go out there. He can learn on the fly. The guys can, hey, rediscover their love of the game or whatever and go on. But I'm wondering about next year. If he comes back next season. Oh, and if you're wondering if you happen to, if I don't know if you heard that or not, I don't know. Anyway, that's my sump pump kicking in from time to time. We got big melt going on up here. Don't hear. Ah, big melt. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, the big melt. So it's anyway, McDonald's sandwich, I believe. Right? Yeah, 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 the big melt. Can't well, considering we no, considering no. we had over ten feet of snow sitting out here, um, <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I'm serious. We did. Uh, yeah, she's she's been kind of melting uh, off and on for the past week. So yeah. Oof. Which makes me grateful that I have a sump pump that's working. It's been a long time since we had this much snow that's melted like this. So uh, so it's good to know my sump pump still works. Thank God. Uh, but anyway, um, but I'm wondering how Marty's going to make out if he comes back next season. And I'm going to assume that he will. I'm going to assume that he does. How he's going to make out an entire season, brand new season, clean slate, when expectations are going to be higher. I mean, not expectations of you're going to go to the Stanley Cup final, but expectations of, OK, you guys are going to be better than that dog shit we saw last season. Right. You know, it's yeah, you finished last or dead last or close to dead last. You got yourself a top three pick out of the deal. Hey, great, wonderful. But you're going to be better next year. Right. This is to see you're going to be better. Right. You're going to be like not just, oh, you're going to be fifth worse instead of totally worse. No, you're going to be like competing for the playoffs. Right. Uh, that's what I'm waiting to see, because that's the way Montreal fans are going to be, you know? I mean, yeah, everybody's just kind of written the season off. Everybody's ex- we've we've all reached the acceptance stage now, and we're all at mm-hmm. peace with it, and off we go. In a way, it's kind of nice. It kind of removes that stress. It is, right? in a way. It does yeah. kind of remove that Takes stress. Takes the pressure off of you. Yeah, you're not worried about, you know, like, oh, fuck, they lost that game, and now they're only, like, one point up on the, in a, in a playoff spot. Jesus Christ, and the other ones are coming on. Front. Oh, my God, they're going to screw this up, and they're going to lose it. Now you're just like, eh, yeah, it's, uh, okay, whatever, yeah. 
you know, some some folks are a little worried that, oh, my God, they won three straight. Come on, you guys, you're going to root. You you don't want to move past the Arizona Coyotes to be the second worst team. That'll ruin your chance of winning the draft lottery. It's like, OK, so let's be honest. Yeah. Get if the, the Montreal Canadiens are as bad as they are this year. Yeah, they have to win the draft lottery, right? <laughs> don't be so sure, you know, but if there's one thing. Speaking of the draft lottery, where winning the draft lottery is overrated, I give you the Detroit Red Wings. Yep. The Detroit Red Wings have two play. Remember, they were dog shit in 2019. They were dog shit in 2020. They were. They just were. They were a bad team. Finished dead last, I believe, one of those years. Did not win the draft lottery in either year. And in the first year, under Steve Eiserman, they go off the board oh my god off the board to pick some german kid that hardly anybody knew that hardly anybody knew right who you know most people thought well we had him going somewhere in the second round you know most people who were following the the draft and all excited about it because you only pay attention to the top 30 picks or whatever 32 picks now i don't give a shit about the other guys whatever 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 and then you know years later when those lower picks turn out great you go Geez, huh, this guy came out of nowhere. But anyway, Iserman goes off the board and picks Moritz Seider, <laughs> as they were calling him. Moritz Cedar? Cedar. Cedar. At, I believe it was fourth overall. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Fourth Scott. or fifth. Fourth, third or fourth. It was, it was high up there. Yeah, yeah, but that was not the high pick. That was not the pick everybody was expecting him to do. And then the following year. Six. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and then the following year. Drafts Lucas Raymond. Good kid, but again, not the guy people thought he was going to pick. They didn't win the draft lottery those two years, so by rights, they should suck balls, right? Wrong, okay? Yes, this season, probably going to miss the playoffs again. Much more competitive team. I'd say next season, you're going to see them start to become a serious playoff contender. Why? Because Cedar and Raymond are right now jostling with Trevor Zegers of the Anaheim Ducks for the Calder Trophy race. One of those three is going to win it. And I think it should be Cedar who should win it because the kid's just a beast on the blue line, but they'll probably give it to the, they'll probably give it to Zegers and not a knock if they do, but let's face it, voters are usually, you know, awed by the flashy guy. You is know. that, uh, is that voted on by the media? Professional Hockey Writers Players Association. Yeah, Zegers is going to win it. Oh yeah, Zegers will win it. Uh, or maybe he's not because he's too flashy. No, no. NHL.com did their midseason picks, and out of the people, out of the guys that they polled, yeah, Zegers is is their guy. With mm. Cedar is second, and Raymond in third. Mm. But the point being, you know, winning the draft lottery is no assurance of anything. You know, no assurance at all that you're going to get a superstar. You're going to get a kid who's going to be a big star. It's just not a lot of cases. It will be. But that's if you get a generational talent like a Connor McDavid or, you know, a kid who's right up there as close to being a generational talent in Austin Matthews. Sure. Yeah. You're you win the draft lottery with those guys. Yeah. You're going to get yourself a superstar. But it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes the best player you get in the draft is the one who didn't go first overall. And. Look at the Detroit Red Wings. If Montreal doesn't win the draft lottery, but they could pick a kid as good as those two. Oh, Jesus. As a Habs fan, happy day. Happy yeah. fucking day, man. Well, two two years ago, they were saying Alexis Lafreniere was one of those can't miss guys. And yep. Meh. 
and he still may yeah. be. He still yeah, might be. be like some 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 picks take up take some time to develop. I mean, you there know, I go all the way I go all the way back to, you know, fifty years ago in Guy Lafleur. He was drafted first overall. He was the considered the heir apparent to the great Jean Beliveau. It took him four seasons before he finally reached his friggin' superstar potential. He was a good player, but he wasn't the superstar everybody expected. And then, you know, or sorry, three years after he was drafted, you know, he takes his helmet off and all of a sudden he becomes the Dimon Blanc and becomes this 50 goal scorer for the next seven seasons. So mm-hmm. it just goes to show some players develop, it'll take a little longer to develop than others. Lafreniere could be in that, in, in that situation uh, with the Rangers. But to your point though, so far, meh. There are a lot of Ranger fans who are not happy with him. No, they're not. And I don't think, but I think they should be careful what they wish for if they want him uh, gone because I could see him, <laughs> I could see him blossoming with another team. I think go, the Rangers should trade him. Why did we get rid of him? <laughs> you know, speaking of the Olympics, as a turn back real quick, yeah. Matty Beniers, I, that is the first time I've actually seen that kid play. He's mm-hmm. fantastic. He is. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. All the Michigan kids are. I mean, yep. you, and if you look at what's the 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 other Hughes with that highlight real goal the other day, yeah, cutting up the ice. Mm-hmm. Jackson Buddy. Hughes, the uh, other Jack uh, Hughes, John Hughes, Mister Hughes from WCW. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is why Hugh I would Morris. have loved to. This is why I would I would love to see <laughs> the you know as, as we talked about it before the juniors play going to represent their country in the Olympics. That's what I would have preferred to see. And, and the, the the junior, the kids, they would love that. They would happily say, ah, yeah, you know, every Olympic year, no, we don't do world juniors because our world juniors is the Olympics. And away they go. I think well, that would have been great to see. It, <clears throat> this is why the IOC to me doesn't make any sense. Oh, the so they have these, they have these rules idiots. in place for soccer where it's an under 21 tournament except for what like th- you are allowed three players over tw- over the age of 21 yeah 23 but, uh, whatever it is but no other sport we're going to do that with like mm. eh, nah. yeah it's just soccer everything yeah. else that's a team sport you can pretty much have whoever you want to even though basketball baseball when it's in the tournament when, yeah. or when it's in the olympics mm. uh and and hockey they're just like oh yeah build whatever roster you want <laughs> It would oh, be great yeah. if it's a, if if they were like, okay, the Olympics is going to be an under twenty or under twenty one tournament, and you can have you know your stipend of three overage of, players, overage players, yeah. and, and if then they have to be NHLers. Now the NHL would never go for that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, in the right partnership, they would never partner up with the IOC, but they would no. certainly be able to like make it beneficial for them in yeah. the right context. The IOC is a joke anyway. I mean, just look at all the controversy that went, it goes on every year, but this year especially, just in all the sports, especially in figure skating, that was a fucking farce. God yeah. almighty. Anyway. Bah. Rah. Mm. Well, how much How much of the um, woes for Les Habitants are being uh, placed upon the fact that Corey Price isn't there, or Carey Price isn't there. <laughs> can't even <laughs> remember his name anymore. Don't even remember him. I can't yeah. wait until Corey Price comes back to play oh, goalie man. for the Habs. Corey Price is a beast, baby. Yeah. Um, With a Y, Corey Price. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't blame you. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that has a hell of a lot to do with it. And, you know, we're going to... 
I think you're leading up to Scotty. I'm I'm assuming the with the the news that uh, there's going to be an update on his condition on Friday. Uh, kind of. I, I, yeah. I know. I know. He said he had intended to try to get back before the end of the season. That's bad. Yeah, but I mean, he hasn't even he hasn't done any. He hasn't been back on it's the ice now in a while. In a couple of weeks, at least. Um, he had been back for a little bit, working out on his own, skating on his own, and then nope, now he's been back in the gym and all this. Honest to God, I mean, I, I, you know, we heard reports like Pierre LeBrun had said uh, over, I think it was over a month ago, that Price was determined to try and get back this season, at least get some games in to try and, you know, get in and get get some playing time in. Shut her down, man. Shut her down for this season. It, it's pointless. You know, why fight so hard to get back to play a game where it'll be late in the season, it'll be a nothing game, and some puke who's trying on another team who's trying to make a name for himself to try and, you know, hey, look at me, I'm I'm good. Get me let me be on the team next year, coach, could fucking take a run at him and knock him flat, and now you're right back to square one again. Take the year, take the season, heal yourself physically, heal yourself mentally, big time. Let's see how you do over the course of the summer with your training. And if you're feeling good over the course of the summer, hey, come back in next season and, and let's see what you can do. You know, is but is there a thought that he he could retire? <clears throat> that's been floated around in Montreal. That has been floating around. Now, nobody's saying for sure that that's what's going to happen. Um, if he does decide he's going to end his career, it won't be a full-blown retirement. He'll go on LTIR for the remainder, remaining four years of his contract, because that's what they do in the NHL. Um, you know, so the Habs can at least be able to spend over and above, you know, to the equivalent of his 10, 10 point, 10 mil, 10.5 mil, whatever it is. It's over. It's, it's a, lot a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but that has been floated. And people are wondering, you know, maybe maybe this is it. Maybe, you know, all the burdens and expectations and everything else. Because the the the, the knee thing, from what we've been hearing, it was a meniscus injury. It was pretty straightforward. Surgery, usually, I get, when it comes to knee surgeries, you, you come back from that one fairly well. Especially, well, especially if you're a professional athlete. You True. Know? You know, for us, for us regular folk, it's 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 longer. <laughs> it's a longer time, as I'm sure Mark can attest for his knee injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm still not over my second one. The one that uh, Daniel Alfreds had had, and then came back two weeks later. Yes. Yeah, something along the line. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Professional athletes have access to 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 the type of healing that we mere mortals can only dream of. Drugs. But regardless, <laughs> point being is that in his case, now for goaltenders though, and again, Mark can attest to this: mm -hmm. knee, knees and hips. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, those are the muscles that if you start yeah. getting constant injuries uh, yep. to those, head and shoulder, knee and toes, John. Yes, they're connected. <laughs> I heard I heard one time in a song they're connected. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. And that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it. Is. I think yeah. that's the hokey pokey. Yep, sure is. <laughs> you put your left foot in, take your left foot out. It all works. It's anatomy. Fine. Go on. Yeah. Go with it. You got um, an ACL. Mark, you tore your ACL. <laughs> Mark, I work at a hospital. I should know oh, these things. <laughs> but um but when it comes to knees, knee and hip injuries for 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 goaltenders, though, I mean, yeah, they can be a lot more career threatening than it can be for for defensemen and 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 forwards. So, uh, you know, but still, you know, the overall consensus as well, it was, you know, injured meniscus. They surgically repaired it last summer. Usually these things they come back pretty quickly. 
da 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 da. Uh, so people are, I think people are starting to think that it's more to do than just his knee. That maybe just, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe just 15 years of being in a high pressure job that he's been in. Uh, maybe that's finally, maybe he's finally reached the breaking point. Maybe he's had enough. Nobody will answer that. I'm just speculating. Nobody knows. Uh, that's it's that's not up like to he Kerry. hasn't made the money. No. And Carey Price did speak to the media, you know, a few weeks ago and, you know, basically just, you know, stock answers and everything like that. But he didn't give any indication that he was, you know, going to shut her down for the year or, or end his career. I would think that, you know, I think that when they uh, talk or, or have their press conference about it on Friday, that it's going to be we've decided, Carrie and I, have, we're, we and Carrie have mutually decided that he needs to shut her down for the season and, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead and, and come back next year. Uh, if it's retirement, I don't think they would wait until Friday to do that. It's true. I think if Price was done, that it would be because these things come fast. I when thought players you always decided told people bad enough. news on on Fridays, though. No, not <laughs> well. But in a case of ending a career, like Tuka Rass, look how fast that happened. You right. know, he went from, okay, a little shaky, okay, he's he's injured to, you know, retired in days. It just boom, boom, boom. And it, it happened real fast. And if it was Carey Price, if, if, if he was retiring – Again, you don't rule it out, but if he was retiring or saying his career was over, I don't think it would be, well, we're going to wait until Friday to do this. See, it would have been done that day so he could get it done and get on with, well, with his life. Like you said, though, I mean, retirement with the f- still four years on the contract yeah. is probably not. I mean, that's, I think that's off the table, both logistically and from an ego standpoint, yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak to you know no. Carey Price's ego, but no. if I were Carey Price, I wouldn't want to announce my retirement in the middle of the season. And not only that, but I I would want to take an off season really to think about it, yeah. not announce it unless there's some medical reason or some other yeah. you know extraneous outside hockey reason mm. for retirement. I I can't imagine he would a want to take put the spotlight on himself. No. To announce his retirement during the season. But. Well, and if he retires, he won't actually be retiring. It would just be, I, I cannot continue to play. Yeah, th- which is a difference. Yeah, yeah yes. that, for LTIR purposes, that's the difference. Though, if he actually would, if he actually said, I'm retiring and walked away from the remaining money on his contract, like that would just be, wow, that's really, mm-hmm. that's, that would be the last gift that he could give the Montreal Canadiens. Because yeah. yes, they would get wiggle room to go to go over the cap, right? But it's a completely different story if you say, "I'm I can't play anymore. I'm done. I I don't feel right about taking it taking any more of this because I'm not earning it. So I am retiring. My contract's done, and that money all goes back to them. So now there's no so how much over the cap can we spend? It's like nope. Now that's ten point five mil off your books, just like that, and that. Right now, they've got, I believe, it's seventy-seven million invested in, I think, fourteen players for next season. If he said, Ooh. "I'm done," yeah, that frees up a big chunk of change to put towards other guys. So, but anyway, I, I don't think it's going to be a retirement announcement. I just think it's going to be, yeah, where he's he's shutting it down for the season, and that's that. We'll see. Or it could be he's suiting up on Monday. Exactly, Hamburglar did his job. We're getting him back, everybody. <laughs> uh. Um, 
the uh, the uh, Coyotes and Maple Leafs had two different trades this week. I guess they couldn't get done in one deal. I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> first one was uh, Ilya Labushkin, Ryan Dezingle going to Toronto for Nick Ritchie to Arizona. I'm sure some picks in there as well. And then Dezingle gets uh, uh, picked up by the uh, San Jose Sharks and Waivers. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so it's such a fan. It feels, feels like such a fantasy trade. Like it, this, it, it, I'm sorry, this roster move is going to put you over the limit. You're going to have to drop somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll put you over Catboy. We got to send you back down. Uh, but that was. I don't think the they Leafs are all that broken hearted about losing Ryan to Zingle. The guy they wanted was Yubushkin, and they wanted to get rid of Nick Ritchie, who was unhappy. Uh, so. Mission so the place is going to make him more unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I think he's, yeah. glad to be, he's glad to be out of the AHL. That's At this true. point, he doesn't care uh, where he's playing on. in the show as Wait long as he's in the show. Wait a minute. <laughs> it got, it's Arizona like an Cats AHL team, the, but still Castle's there. They're still in the National Hockey League. It's still Cats. Is you're still in the show? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're still in the National Hockey League. But they're still in Arizona, like by a thread. Um. <laughs> It's not still in you know, the show. Still in the show. Is it? There's no relegation. Still in the show. That's right. Wish, no, there should be though, shouldn't there? Oh, oh my god. Oh, shouldn't there? Just could you imagine how great it would be if you could if you promoted three teams from the uh, AHL and demoted three teams from the NHL? Do you know how many five thousand seat arenas we could get then? Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Let's go. Yeah, we can fill five. I mean, God, the just the chance if we are going up in a five thousand seat stadium's got to oh, be huge. Oh man, that would be amazing, Whew. wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. What? Wait, so wait, they do promotion and relegation in English soccer or English hockey leagues, though, don't they? Uh, I don't know. think they. Don't do. We we got to get. I think we need to get. Uh, get you Anthony on our expert on. Yeah, we need to get Anthony on here to, to help us to discuss British uh, British uh, hockey. Yeah, although um, it is um like two two like a.m. there, there. Yeah. so yeah. Or two, or almost three a.m. there, so probably yeah. would have to pre-record that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, also the uh, other move, Carter Hutton going to Toronto. For, uh, <laughs> well, not quite. His rights belong to Toronto, and they loaned him back to the Coyotes AHL affiliate in Tucson. <laughs> okay, fucking you know, because they already have two goalies on the Marlies, so they're just like, well, we've got his rights, and if we need him, if we need him, we can call him up. But he can go to Tucson. That's your future considerations. It was Carter Hutton for future considerations. The future considerations being, okay, we're going to loan him back to you, but we may need him. <laughs> You guys can Take have that under consideration. <laughs> That's actually amazing. Isn't it though? It's I got it. Listen, I, I, I dump on Kyle Dubas a fair bit, at least GM. But the one thing I will never piss on him for is his ability to be flexible with the salary cap and to move players around. Like, man, there, there's few GMs who juggle it as well as he does. Honest to God, I will give him full props where it's due. He really is a master at juggling the cap. <laughs> oh, my God, and moving he players might, around. He might not know what a defenseman looks like, but God, he, <laughs> but God, God, he can juggle he that cap. You understand like. the roster, roster moves he can do? Holy shit. <laughs> he, got one, he got a defenseman from Arizona. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, that's not. I'm sorry. I shouldn't shouldn't be dumping on it. Abushkin. He's getting a chance now. Imagine how the Bushkin feels. He's got a chance now to go play to, to get out of the basement league and actually go and maybe play in a playoffs. That you know. 
Well, he will. The Leafs will make the playoffs. They won't get far, but they'll make the play. Oh, there I go again. So, oh, jeez. Uh, apparently, I ruffled some feathers today on on the Twitter scape. What's when new? I, when I dare to say that <laughs> it's Twitter. When I dare, well, because people are dumping on the Leafs goaltending, and justifiably so. It's been pretty shitty of late. And I made to mention, you know, goaltending. I was like, yes, but I said, but I also made mention that their defense has been sloppy. And right away, I got hit with. Advanced stats showing that, well, since December 1st, actually, the Leafs have given up uh, the fifth fewest uh, high danger shot against. Uh, it's just been Ooh. their goaltending has let them down, blah, blah, blah. And They've was, also had great sleep stats. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Their sleep oh. stats are off the charts, guys. And it's like, well, that's all well, fine and good. But, you know, I watched that Montreal game and what I saw was a team with some pretty shitty defense against a team they had no business losing to. Okay. You know, I saw them having trouble controlling, you know, fast skating forwards who were, who were beating them to the puck. I saw them giving up two on one and three on two and three on one advantages to a team they had no business losing to. And the, I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. So it's like, don't sit there and yeah, OK, sure. They're fancy stats. Yeah, OK. Yeah, that's good. That's all well, fine and wonderful. But there's also an eyeball test as well. And I can look and watch a game and go, why are they giving up all these odd man rushes against a shitty team? What no, the that's hell? Just, that is actually a stat that I would love to see. <laughs> like, Which that's one? an advanced stat that I think actually brings something to the, the sport. Odd man it's rushes? like odd man rushes against. I think there is a stat for that. I think there is. If there isn't, and God, then they've been paying too much attention to pucks and not attention to the men on the ice. Well, the problem was probably they drew that little home plate in the middle of the uh, rink, and then they had to figure out how many times somebody took a shot from inside the home plate. Yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, it it just, it's, uh, anyway, all I know is that if the Leafs end up uh, not getting out of the first round again and defense is once again the reason why they don't, I'm, I'm not going to say a word other than just sit here quietly to myself and go. I will because I think it'll be funny. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, the goaltending, you know, it, it, but this is the same thing. Blame the goaltending, blame the goaltending, blame the goaltending. And yeah, their goaltending, yeah, the last three or four games, their goaltending hasn't been good. And Jack Campbell, I will agree, since about mid-December, he hasn't looked as particularly sharp as he did before. And I think it, it overplayed. Could be, it, yeah, I think that could have a lot to do with it. This is also his first really full season as a starter, like really full season. Big difference between playing 56 games and playing 82, right? Yep. So maybe he's starting to feel the grind and maybe the pressure from that. I don't know. But I do remember how they, Leafs fans, though, not all that long ago, loved to just slam Freddie Anderson. First, they loved Freddie when the team was building uh-huh. up and they were young and promising and actually fun to watch. When they were playing the Capitals in 2017, that was a fun team to watch. You knew they weren't going to beat the Caps, but my God, they were fun to watch. They really were. And in 2018, even when they lost the Bruins, fun to watch, building team on the rise, had some flaws, but you knew they were going in the right direction. We won't go back into why they, how they derailed. We've talked that to death. But... They dumped, on, but they dumped on Freddie Anderson his last three seasons in Toronto. He started seeing it, dumping on him, dumping on him, dumping on him. Even though he was facing, I looked at his at Freddie Anderson stats during his time in Toronto. There was only one other goaltender who faced more shots against than he did, and that, that was Connor. That was no, Connor Hellebuck. Mm-hmm. Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg, and yet. 
he was being blamed because, yeah, he give up a soft goal here and there, right? And yet he goes to Carolina, a team with a better defense, right? And lo and behold, this guy is actually in the Vezina Trophy conversation. This guy. Because his stats are now among the top five. No, but seriously, Fred, check out Freddie Anderson's stats. He's in the top five in goals against average, save percentage, and wins. Now, what happened there? When did he suddenly go from being, you know, a crappy goaltender who were letting the Leafs down to, Jesus, this guy's a Vezina Trophy con- contender. Could it be that he has a better defense in front of him? No. You know? No, that couldn't be it at all. No. Not at all. He just got nicer pads. No, what happened yeah, was he go. got a better color go. scheme. Yeah. He got Tony D'Angelo, who was going to build that wall. And <laughs> they fucking hear they're going ham on it right now. But, so. you know, Jacob Slavin, Brett Pesci, you know, he's walking. I mean, two, two, two defensemen that are better than anybody that the Leafs have right now. And I'm, yeah, and I mean that Morgan Riley and yeah. No, I got what you were going with that. I'm just talking over it. <laughs> That's but fine. anyway, I just popped for me and Johnny at this point. <laughs> oh, I know. That's all good. But anyway, no, it, it just then you get in then, then you get into that whole argument of well goalies are supposed to be able to carry bad defenses and that's a whole other different rabbit hole so there you go bottom line is it's Whew. never the defense's fault in toronto it's always the goalie always. hey uh switching gears to another canadian team uh sure. johnny, johnny goudreau odds of him resigning an extension or going elsewhere to catch that money i i honestly i think he's gone wow i i honestly i i know i know that he 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 said he wasn't going to talk about his contract and the team's not talking about it, you know. They're oh, well, keeping that the quiet. The AGM's talking about it. Eh? <laughs> the AGM's talking about it. Yeah. Craig Conroy said it's a done deal. <laughs> he literally well, listen, said that on Fan 960 this morning. I uh, hope it is. With I, Eric honestly, Francis? No, I don't think it was uh, with Eric and the Nudge. Uh, I honestly, honestly, I hope it is. But just, I don't know. I just have this feeling that he's 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 gone. After this season, he's gone. I hope he's not. I really hope he's not. I think the Flames can really build something there if they can keep that core together. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, he said it on Boomer in the morning. Good, good for good for, okay. Craig. Uh, for Boomer. Good for Craig. I hope he's right. I, I, I'm I hope really, he's right. I'm actually really happy that the old club is Blue Jackets uh, mascot got his he own show. I didn't even know he could yeah. talk. Again, oh, he could. Like, yes, he right. could. Yeah. Uh, Every city has a boomer. Don't you know that? Yeah. <laughs> well, Lyle, you are with wheels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flames have uh, 27 mil in cap space, but they also have contracts of uh, Kachuk, yeah. Mangia Payne, and Shilling- Shillington's been fucking amazing this year. Mm. Oliver Shillington's been great on that, yeah. for that yeah. team. And Mangiapane, what a what a terrific story he is. I mean, just, you know, kind of this late blooming score that they've got. And Elias Lindholm, I mean, I know his contract's not up, but I mean, he's he's just, he, you know, yeah, he's on the flames and he's on fire right now. And right. Tyler Toffoli, but see, that was the whole reason why I thought they brought in Tyler Toffoli. Not just for this season, but I thought he's insurance in case Goudreau goes. I mean, he's not going to be on the same player as Goudreau, but... He's an insurance in case Johnny Hockey decides to take his take his talents to, to Philly or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But God, hey, imagine I, him with fucking Panthers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, make, you make a fast hockey team faster? At wow. Joe. Holy shit, man. 
And he's having a great season. Like this is yeah. this is one of his best seasons. I mean, yeah, he's really bounced back Derek under Daryl Sutter. Sutter. The fuck new? Like <laughs> it's amazing what Daryl Sutter can do. My God. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else we got here? Uh, just some news that came out in the last hour. Uh, Daniil Tarasev of the Blue Jackets done for the year hip surgery. Mm. Um, that's that's why freaking JF uh, Barube was able to play the other night. Mm. So um, there's that. Uh, trade deadline is when March. March 21st, my friend. All right. So we got less than a month. Mm. Ready to go. The trade chip bowl is full. Get your salsa out. What did he? Why is he? Like he put some WD-40 on the fucking door. Yeah, it's probably the bathroom door. He didn't put his. He didn't put his uh, microphone on mute himself. No. So <laughs> just know that microphones hear everything. <laughs> everything, um, especially his. His is very, very loud. Very. Yeah, he's got a very touchy mic. Yeah. So yeah. there he is. Cool. Let's play it cool. Let's play it cool. See what's happening. Hi, right, you rip ass, buddy. You heard the door creaking. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Stepped out to use the facilities. Take the Browns Super Bowl. Thank, huh? th- thank Not goodness, quite. That would have been a much the, longer trip. Thank goodness the mic doesn't pick up everything. <laughs> it's, it's far enough away. You guys. You know how great it would have been if it would have got hot mic and you just hear peeing in the background. That would have been like a the, the, Leslie Nielsen. Oh, man. Uh, oh, not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, a couple of years back, this is going around. This is going around YouTube. There was like a, somewhere, somewhere in the city, it was like a city council meeting or something. Guy had gone up to use the bathroom. Hot Mike forgot it was on, and he just and he's singing away. <laughs> and everybody's just cracking up at the table council table just laughing it was like something else like something of the naked gun it was hysterical except it was real life he's just singing away la, 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 la. uh leslie nielsen <laughs> oh leslie nielsen that was great to hope not done yet <laughs> <laughs> oh it's lowbrow humor and it's fantastic oh yeah Lyle, yeah. anything, uh, anything else we got to talk about trade ship wise? Any big hot topics in the, around the, uh, the? Oh man, no, not, not really. Other than Big old shit. Well, the Leafs have gone and put uh, Jake Muzzin on LTIR, so right away you got pundits guessing that they're going to go after everybody. So yeah, okay. That well, was they... awful, <sighs> and completely an accident. Yeah, the mm. uh, the injury that that happened. My yeah. God. Well, I mean, you saw Chris Weidman. They were showing him on the bench afterwards. He's talking to guy, and he and he's saying like, you could say he's like, I didn't see him coming. Like, you know, he they just like you could tell they both like just kind of it was sort of like that oh shit minute you get before an impact when you're playing a sport. You look at you both look up and like, Fuck, there's nowhere to go, and just yeah. And he already uh, he already missed time earlier this season with a concussion. So with him going on LTIR. Uh, yeah, that would give them 5.6 million in, in, uh, to go over to cap, uh, to bring in, uh, somebody if they want a defenseman or a forward. Oh my God. Elliot Friedman's got him riding. Honest to God, Elliot Friedman said, I'm on the JT Miller train for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I'm like, well, that's great. JT right. Miller's a terrific cool. player. Um, does oh. JT Miller play defense? No. Hmm. Why would you replace your top, one of your top four defensemen? 
with a forward. Oh, that's right. It's Toronto. Isn't this the definition of insanity at this point? (laughs) Like, it's basically like, it'll work one of these years. (laughs) Well, let's be, to be fair, this is, this is, this is a, you know, a pundit saying it. This isn't Kyle Dubas saying we're going to go chase a forward. But, you know, it's gotten to the point where... Somebody could say, okay, are their defenseman's hurt, so they're going to acquire a forward. And I would say, yeah, it's Toronto. Yeah. 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 Sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. That works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I hear Chris, then I hear um, uh, Chris Johnston of uh, TSN saying, actually, they're putting, they, they've been putting in a few calls to Montreal about Ben Sharia, who's a defenseman. So it's like, oh. yeah, that would be more sensible. <laughs> yeah. They got a good look at him too recently. Yeah. They sure did. <laughs> They got a real good look at him on Monday. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, if we've got nothing else. Now. Yeah. Move on. Let's do it, baby. Oh no. Wrap that shit up like I a should, Jimmy. I should really listen to the end of the show, like prior to doing the show again, so that I can remember last week's teams. <laughs> hey. So uh, last week, guy with new teeth got a win. Look at me go. Ten oh. For your Kansas City Mavericks. Uh, Johnny in second, Lyle in third, oh, Margaret in last. For the year, Lyle top in the charts, 159. I've got 155. Johnny at 120. Mark, six clear, baby. So, so we know who's winning the big tournament. Then. Exactly. We know who's got it all in town. <clears throat> yeah. But he picks first this time in the SPHL. So. The Southern, the Severna Park Hockey League is we Wait a minute. What is this? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. What's the URL again? I just got a friggin' link. To a Listen, guys, I'm going to let v. you know a little secret. Yeah. It's it's now been a decade that we've been doing this. Just put SPHL or whatever league we're in, space wiki. That's true. There and then go to Wikipedia and <laughs> look it up there. We've been you doing gave us all of your secrets. I know. Hey, hey. <laughs> steady there <laughs> that's yep my playbook's open guys the, <laughs> is, is it a silver lining yeah oh that's a good one thanks be careful all right mark what's your silver linings playbook say <laughs> looking through the history the history of this league is is hilarious to me <laughs> there's so many teams that exist only for one or two seasons yeah, yeah i know eh? the making tracks which, by the way, fantastic. That's a, that's a great name. I mean, really, Macon is designed for oh, yeah. great pun names. I mean, oh, great Macon, pun team. The Macon Bacon, the yeah. Macon Whoopie. There yeah. you go. Classic. Right. That was that's like that's a. Cl- I think we had a Macon. Didn't we have a Macon Whoopie jersey, John? Somewhere we had a we Macon were, Whoopie T-shirt. We had a Minnesota Moose jersey. I had the Minnesota yep. Moose jersey upstairs. There you go. Uh, the PD Cyclone Cyclones. Leave yeah. it around your head like a cyclone. Only from 05 to 07, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that, they were the Twin Cities Cyclones. Hey, sometimes. Just yeah. change it up a bit. Anyway, it's just fantastic history here. So uh, with that in mind, yeah, I'm going to go with the team that was founded day one. Day one. Day one for this league. <clears throat> right. There were how many? Let's see. It looks like there were three teams that still exist when the league was founded. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Two of them existed prior to that. I'm going to go with one of them. So I'm going to go with the Knoxville Ice Bears. Ah, Ice Bears. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm the Knoxville Ice Bears. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All 
All right, so that goes to Lyle now. All righty. Uh, of course, I got to stick with my wrestling theme, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, several here to go with, but I'm going to stick with the Quad City Lance Storm. All right. There you go. In Tax oh, Slayer it? Center. <laughs> <laughs> Time of the year. Taxes there are going up. That's Johnny. Right. I am going to go with the team that decided, you know what? We should start a minor league hockey team during the pandemic. Sure. <laughs> uh, they play in the Jim Palmer. I'm sorry, David Palmer Arena. <laughs> and that is the uh, Vermilion County Bobcats. No trying to slip Orioles history into your picks, Johnny. Uh, we're not allowed to do that. I'm sorry. Well, don't think we have. Um, <laughs> not great. And uh, they expect uh, more than one, uh, a, a couple to come to their games because they have an even number of seats. They do. And it's less seats than one of the one of the six teams in minor league hockey that have less seats than the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> 2,250. Oh, man. Um, I am going to pick the other team that started pre-ACE, uh, pre-SPHL, mm. formerly known as the Fire Ants, <clears throat> the Fayetteville Marksmen. Mm. Marksmen. I still like Fire Ants. They play in the Crown Royal Coliseum. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's actually that's... just the Crown Coliseum, but I added oh, the Royal. Crown Royal would be great, wouldn't it? Live from the Crown, I mean, Royal, Crown Royal Coliseum. Royal is pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say, the problem yeah. was that the, you can't get that weird ass bag around the uh, oh, arena. Yeah, you can't get the. Uh, yeah, they yeah. don't. Yeah, they don't make them with that anymore. I noticed that. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're no, cutting costs. Jerks. Yeah, such a shame. That bag was the best. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Here we go. Last few weeks, I've uh, put you through some hell. Put you through some bullshit. <laughs> Let's this keep time. it going. This oh. time. <laughs> Might be a little bullshit. Not going to lie to you. Might be Uh-oh. a little bullshit. Will it be as much bullshit? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we're one team. Oh, fuck's sake. Let's go to 2011. Oh, okay. All right. December 10th. Before the trade deadline. Before the trade deadline. Literally. Before the deadline. Yep. Let's go to a place that's a half and half. Let's go to a place you look on one side. Beautiful ocean, lakes. Look the other side. Fucking Mad Max. <laughs> Talking Buffalo, New York. <laughs> I figured. First Niagara Center. The Buffalo Sabres taking on your New York Rangers. Ooh. 2011-12. Battle of New York. Battle of New York. Wow. Back when Start the Sabres are still half decent. With Mark with a C. Uh, let's see. Sabres. J.P. Dumont. J.P. Dumont. Sorry. Good guess. Oh, I like okay. it. Good guess. Uh, Lyle. Um, oh, 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 shit. Hang on a second. Um, I'm already going, oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> he was on the Sabres. Yes. Oh my god, this is terrible. I'll send went blank here. Just a sec, just a sec, just a sec. Oh. Um. Oh, fuck's sake. Right. Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl. Mark Stahl. Oh, I'm sorry, Lyle. I'm so sorry, buddy. Fuck. Not there. Fuck. Oh. John. 
I went blank here. Can we go back and do Minnesota and Columbus? Nice, Billy. <laughs> From for Columbus Blue Jackets, Minnesota Wild. <laughs> Johnny, what you got? Oh, Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller, sorry. Oh, wow. He was still on the team then. Just didn't play in that game, I guess. He was still on what? the team. 2011, Ryan Miller? Yeah, he'd still be a Buffalo Sabre then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back, back to Mark. Okay. Okay, I have to go. High, I got, let's start with the easy one. It's like a, a hitting drill. Sure. <laughs> Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, Mark. Oh, Mark. <laughs> did, I, did I kick us off or kick us out? You kicked us out, buddy. Hey, you kicked something. You wow. Sorry. Not even uh, a Henrik Lundqvist. Did not here. play this. He's playing the Sabres. You're going to put Henrik Lundqvist out on the Sabres? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they put out a pod, not the king. I didn't realize they had other goalies on that team. <laughs> they didn't. It was actually just Hendrik, Hendrik Lundqvist in this other is, people's pads. Exactly. <laughs> Another jersey on. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Still do not have our first player in this yet. Lyle Jesus. Um, this is just as right, bullshit. On, well, think. <laughs> think, 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 think. God um, damn it. Hang on. Hang on. 2011 12, December, pre deadline, first Niagara Center. In a walkway. Um, <laughs> um, Thomas Vanek. There he is, Thomas Vanek at the disco. Let's go. I'm having trouble. Fit. This is only like ten years ago. I'm having yeah. trouble. These are yeah. decent. Dudes. These are actually worse to these me. Guys. Like these are Shit. worse to me. Like this is asking me like what I had for dinner two weeks ago, and I'm like <laughs> I have no fucking idea. And then you're like, what did you eat? Uh. This on New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. I'm like, oh, we had steak. Yeah. <laughs> I had a nice steak and a good, the good green beans and oh, almond. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Uh, Johnny, go ahead. Um, Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Man. To Mark. Uh, I'm gonna go Michael Delzato. Michael Delzato's on the board. He had two. Oh, nice. wow. Nice. That's Get right. Him. He started his career with the with the Rangers. That's Get right. Him with the deal, baby. Um, Lyle, you're up now. Uh, okay, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> this is, this you're is not awful. helping there. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Rangers. Um, I think he's the only resident of this town, Jason Pominville. Hey, Jason Pomville's on the board. There we go. There we go. Johnny? Okay. No one? Okay. Um, Scott doing? Gomez? Oh, Johnny. Sorry. Mm. No Gomer. Darn it. All right, Mark, time to revitalize it. What are we doing? Let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not good right now. It's. I feel like if I get this one wrong, somebody's going to get it right on the next <laughs> go around. But That's I'm going to go with Rick. I'm going to go with Rick Nash. Oh, Mark, sorry. That's mm. not there. So, uh, Lyle, I think Lyle knows. Lyle? Uh, actually, no, no clue. I don't know where you were going there. Um, no one knows. Oh, fuck. Maybe I'm I know. doing a blank again here. Um, don't draw a blank. Uh, Tony Lidman? Tony Lidman. Good pool, not there. Ah, Sabres. Uh, oh, good. Lee Lidman dropped. 
Um, Johnny, back to you. Um, Maybe I should go back to the Blue Jackets Wild Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like midstream. I thought this was going to be fucking don't easy. Forget, just boom, boom. Nah, fuck that. Oh, man. Um, See, you broke us, Scotty. You got us so used to getting to, to picking bad teams and we get two decent ones. We don't know what to do. <laughs> God damn it. I know, right? Uh. This is only 10 years ago. Fuck. Um, fuck. He was their center for like ever in Buffalo. <laughs> so, Pat LaFontaine is not in this game. Uh, <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> no, I think I know, I think I know <laughs> who you might be anymore. talking about, though. Um, yeah, Jeff Skinner. Not Jeff nope. Skinner, but I know who. I, it's like in that era. It's in that ilk. Okay, but not there. <laughs> getting at, but Mark, what do you think he's getting at? Oh, I remember his name. All right, perfect. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and go ahead and just say it. No, it's probably wrong. Anyway. No, I, I mean, just I say. Get... I know I'm giving it to you. Go. Lyle, Lyle might guess him. Well, no, oh, okay. you go ahead. If you think you know who it is, go ahead. No, I I was just gonna say Tyler Ennis. He's on the board. Nice. Yeah. That was Tyler How is Tyler Ennis and Jeff Skinner the same <laughs> yeah. person to you? Because yeah, no, because uh, because I was thinking Tyler Ennis, I believe, played at some point with Jeff Skinner. Oh, but I don't know why. I <laughs> okay, okay, then <laughs> I think of both of them coming into the league around the same time. About so I think of time, both of them yeah. like together. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, All right. well, Jeff Skinner came in with with the, uh, the the Hurricanes, but they did come in around the same time though. Yeah. I don't know, I, or I could be way off, and I just randomly put them together as, as a Well, group, I'll put it know. to this way, Johnny. It's not even who, who you named is not who I thought you were you were going for. There you go. But, yeah. Is, okay, whose go is it? Uh, it's Mark's. Okay. Oh. So <laughs> I'll I'll close the loop on who I thought. I, I assumed that if it wasn't Rick Nash, it was going to be Marion Gabrick, but maybe he was still in Minnesota. But I'm still going <laughs> Marion Gabrick on the board. Marion Gabrick. There, yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so if it wasn't Rick Nash, it had to have been Marion Gatter. Yeah. No, yeah, that's right. It's true, but if they played against each other, odds are neither of them played. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lyle, to you. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna name who I thought Johnny was going for. I'm going to say Derek Roy. On the board, Derek Roy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yep. Guys, oh, now going. it's coming back to us. Go. I had a weird name that just popped into my head, and that was Tim Conley. Tim Conley, Ooh. not there. Sorry. Yeah, oh, uh, that's a he was guess. a saber round then, though. I think. Yeah, that's Let's, not a bad pick. Was he? When did he go to Long Island by that point? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember him playing. I don't for the know. Sabres I do remember. Yeah, Heads. that he was. He, yeah, he. With, well, did he start with the Islanders and go to the Sabres or vice versa? Oh, uh, it looks like he started with the Islanders. So he was okay. in, in Toronto that season. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah, just missed him by a minute. Mm. All right, uh, to Mark. Good pick, though. Yeah, Ryan Callahan. Ooh, that's a good one for the Rangers. Hmm. Who'd you say? Callahan. First Tommy. Hmm? You can get a good look at a T-boat by sticking your head up the butcher's ass. But wait, I thought you said Brian Callahan. No, Ryan with an R. All right, then you're in. You're in. There you Tommy go. Callahan. That's another good one. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, Lyle, let's keep it moving. Um, Get the points. Hmm. Get these points. 
okay, I'm I'm kind of going a little blank here on the Sabres, so I'm going to go back to the Rangers here for a sec. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to try my luck with the defenseman again. I got Mark Stahl wrong, yeah. so let's I try. I named two of them. Let's sure. try. Did, was Dan Girardi named? He was mm. not. You want to name I'm Dan taking Dan Girardi. Girardi was on the board. Yes. Most shifts. Most we have four. Time. We have four Rangers defensemen, and I, I don't think we've na- we've named maybe one Ranger forward. <laughs> Marion Gabbert. Oh, two. Brian Callahan's a forward. Okay. Yeah, you just named him. Oh, Callahan. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I keep thinking Callahan played defense for some reason. No, but Ryan McDonough. <laughs> he was a two. Yeah, he McDonough. was a two. That was the other one I was thinking Johnny, of. There you go. Pick. That's my guy. And you're on the board. There you yeah. go. Nice. There we go. Second most minutes played to Mark. Uh, I'm going to go with another Ryan Reeves. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a good thought, though. Good thought. Good thought. I was a run on Ryan's. (laughs) It's like a homeroom in any kid in in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's why they were in the NHL in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's my turn, yeah? Sure is, buddy. Okay. Um... I don't know if he was with the Rangers yet or not. Um, Matt Zuccarello? Nope. Didn't think so. Yeah. Johnny? Um, Martin Veron. On the board. There's yeah. The yeah, he was he played for one or I bet he played for the Rangers in this yeah, game. Yeah, so here's the irony. I have no <laughs> idea which fucking team he played for in this game. I'm going to say Buffalo Sabres. Mark was right, the Rangers. Yeah. Oh, he did play. <laughs> That's where the money. That's where the money is. You pick the guy that played for both teams in that era. Oh man, that's good. Okay. All right, we'll we'll start off the last call with Mark with a C. Uh, Man, now I'm intrigued who played goalie for the Sabers. I know, right? As am I. If you don't guess him, it's going to be the last name mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shelf this for now, even though it's last call. You said right, so yeah. Um, damn, how do we only have like two Rangers forwards? That's insane <laughs> because there had to have been somebody that played on this team that I hated. There are <laughs> multiple because this is around the time when the Caps played the Rangers like every year in the playoffs. Yeah, mm. yeah. <sighs> I don't want to hold this up, so I'm going to I'm going to skip. But I'm gonna feel sorry and bad for myself when I hear all the names. You, you feel yeah, sorry. All right. all right, that's fine. Lyle, last call. Uh, fuck. Um, Jesus, I'm getting hung up here, John. Um, okay, okay, no. Um, the Rangers' current general manager, Chris Drury. Sorry. Shit. Oh, I was gonna guess Shit. him. Yeah, that was a good one too. Shit. Oh man. Because he was a Ranger then, yeah. He'd come over from Buffalo two years before. Um <laughs> Sergey Kreme Krabsoff? No, sorry. Cream of crab sauce. Oh my god. See, if we ever make a Maryland hockey bar, that's gotta be like cream of crab sauce soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, can I just say I like that billboard war? That uh, happened, you know, like four years oh, ago. that happened years ago. Yeah, yeah, but I still love it. I still love that. <laughs> I'm right. not me. Okay, now I. <laughs> yeah, right. for the Rangers, Artem Anisimov. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. 
You motherfuckers missed this one. Pat Peak. No. I talked about him earlier in the fucking show, and it was the link to the goddamn game. Avery. John Avery. So, oh, of course. Johnny. We just didn't want to. We just didn't want to give him the notoriety. <sighs> By the way, can I just say very quickly? Uh, I give Sean Avery points in his uh, cry for help. Right. Yeah. This wasn't a Lamborghini. Yeah. Um, Sean Sean Leahy's favorite player, Brian Boyle. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Wow. Brian yeah. Callahan was mentioned. God, I'm going to get a text <laughs> message now tomorrow because yeah. we didn't make him. Um, he's yelling at his computer right now. Mostly because he can't get real player to work. Um, <laughs> Callahan was mentioned. Delzado was mentioned. The guy who was traded for Rick Nash, uh, Brandon Dubinsky, on this team. Oh, yeah, you know, right. I was trying to think wow. of his name. Dubinsky. Yes. Yeah. The, the most famous number eight in Washington Capitals history, Steve Eminger. Um, <laughs> Ruslan Fedotenko. Ruslan oh. Fedotenko. I was yeah. thinking of him as a lightning. Yeah. Yep, Gabrick and Girardi were mentioned. It is insane, though. All of these, I feel like all of these Rangers played for the Lightning later on in their career. <laughs> it seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah, da- Gabrick, Girardi, Carl Hagland. Oh, oh wow. That's right, he started with the Rangers. Yep. Holy shit. Nick, Was uh, he wearing his visor correctly? Because he doesn't nope. anymore. <laughs> nope, never has. Uh, wears it, like, right up here. Like, it's fucking, he's an outfielder. Um, uh, McDonald was mentioned. John Mitchell. Um, Brandon Prust. Brandon Prost. The pride of PEI, Brad Richards. Oh. <laughs> Another lightning ranger. Another lightning. Link. Oh. Uh, Derek Steppen. Um, Anton Strollman. Jeff Rowicka. And Marty Biron. A lot of really good, you know, but to, I'm just to really Mark's happy point, a lot of really good players on the Rangers who went on to have good yep. careers elsewhere, too. Absolutely. Yeah. For the Sabres, Luke Adam. Christian Erhoff. Matt Ellis. Ennis was mentioned. Mark Andre Grignani. <laughs> Zach Cassian. Billy Leno. Wow. Jordan Leopold. Okay. Cody McCormick. <laughs> he was a spice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh Braden McNabb. Pominville was mentioned. Actually, Robert, you could probably in in the cream of crab sauce, you could get some Cody McCormick. Cody <laughs> McCormick, old Bay Air Horn. Robin Regeer, the pride of Brazil. Oh, oh. Robin Regeer, he was there forever. He blocked shots, Mark. You should have yeah. known. Yeah, yeah. I always uh, think of him on the Flames, though, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, because you should. Yeah, a long time with the Flames. Too. Um, Roy was mentioned. Andre Sakara. Andre Sakara. Drew Stafford. Colin Stewart. Paul Shishura. Oh, uh, I don't know who that is. Thomas Vanek and Annette. Number one in your scorecard, number one in your heart, Jonas Enroth. actually given me a list of 15 Sabres goalies in the in, from 2010 to 2020. And I would not have picked Jonas Enroth as being the goalie that played in that game. Right. God uh, damn it, Ryan Miller, for not fucking playing in a hockey I know, game. right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That was that. Oh, some at some points more painful than the Blue Jackets Wild. 
to start off. To it was start rough. off until we until a couple of names dropped yeah. and then we got rolling. I, I think yeah. Scotty's starting to figure out that our sweet spot of not knowing is like right between 2008 and 2012 yeah. or 13, <laughs> right right before that second half lockout. I feel like after the after that half season lockout, I think we're pretty good after that. But before <laughs> that, right before that. Mm-mm. I still think that so, Scotty could be like, all right, December 12, 2020. Fuck! <laughs> it was last year. We still don't know anybody that played we on the still team. Don't know. <laughs> the problem is, I'd be like, shit, was Matt Bradley on that team? I don't remember. <laughs> and it feels like it feels like he should be, because it feels like a long time ago, but it was it that long ago? I don't oh, think so. All right, guys, the game was last night. <laughs> yeah, I have no oh, idea who played. <laughs> I want to say, Lyle, oh, yeah. Lyle, with your uh, with your uh, soft cast on there, you look like uh, Barry Bonds um, <laughs> going up to bats. I mean, actually, one of my friends asked me if I was Thanos, so I don't know what. <laughs> Space Ghost, more like. But anyway, um, hey, at least I can take this freaking thing off from time to time my god he I'm gets it off on april thing. fool's day yeah on april fool's day i'm stuck <laughs> with this thing till then yeah and like you said then i go in and i see him and he'd be like april fool's you got it for another six months get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> it'd be so good oh uh, yeah but uh, it's 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 getting better though it's getting better at least i can type you're typing better though with it i'm sure Oh, oh my God! Yeah, the, all the funny, all the calluses on my fingertips all peeled off because <laughs> the other cast was up to like almost up to here, right? So I couldn't. I had to just use the very top of my fingertips to uh, <laughs> instead of along here. So all the calluses peeled off. Gross. Still, the worst. Uh, the worst cast I ever had was when I uh, I pulled tendons off of my well, close to off of my elbow wrestling, mm. and I had a hard cast from. The knuckles on my hand all the way up to the top of my shoulder. Holy shit. For like six to eight weeks, I believe it was. Oh, your arm must have atrophied something wicked. It eh? was bad. Yeah. It was bad. It smelled terrible too. It smelled Oh, they do, don't they? Like when I had it on my, when I had it, the, uh, the one from my, my busted ankle, my leg, like that was like from the, my toes up to my knee. Right. And when they took it off, when they cut that off after two months and I looked (sighs) at, Mike, it was just like a stick between my knee and my ankle. I was just shocked, you know, yeah. at how much the muscles atrophy. Eh? Like, the oh worst part was sleeping. Yeah. And the second worst part was showering because I had to stand backwards in the shower and hold my arm outside of the uh, shower. Did you have to put it in a bag or something? Like I had to put the like I had to put this fucking thing like the well not this one but my other cast for two weeks. I had to freaking put it in a bread bag and tape it up so I yeah. could go and take a shower. Yeah. You know, at least when I busted my leg because I couldn't stand. So it was like, OK, well, just prop the leg up on the, the edge and OK, uh-huh. just sit and take a bath. You're fine. Right. But yeah, no fun. Yeah. And you're right. They, they, they Yeah. Stinks. Well, yeah. it's a good thing I can't smell anything. So <laughs> <laughs> got that going for me. Yeah. So here's a pro tip, kids. Don't ever get an appendage in a cast. It's no fun. <laughs> there you go. There you, go. you know, my worst cast was. Doing this podcast. Friends. There you go. Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're the smartest of all of us. You've avoided cash. You just get dental work done. No, I got cast when I was young. Uh, you? I broke I broke my pinky. Uh, oh, yeah. It hit the growth plate, so they couldn't <laughs> splint it up. Yeah. So they had to cast it up in the right hand. So trying to be ambidextrous was not fun at age eight. Trying to no, work. Yeah. That, yeah. I was taking guitar classes, so I couldn't strum. 
obviously wiping the ass, which has got to be in the bidet culture. Hi, I'm Scotty Waz for bidets. <laughs> <laughs> You're a young person, and you break your finger trying to play basketball as a partly white kid. You know, you, you gotta you gotta think about that. If you break your hand, what's gonna happen? Water up, but clean it. Can't wipe it. You look like a fool left-handed. And you don't want that. You don't want your friends to laugh. I feel at like you. this. This you really need an infomercial where he tries to wipe left-handed. And he looks at his hand. and He's like, Oh no, oh, no, poopy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lyle Richardson for Scotty Waz Bidet. Don't just take Scotty's word for it. Take it from me. With my hand, I'm right-handed. Wiping your butt with the wrong hand is just out to lunch. You should just have melted chocolate and just raise. And now take it from me. And- <laughs> Oh, the video show would be off the hook. Uh, yeah, right. Pay a dollar, you get to see after, it. After that experience, the last two weeks, I'm strongly considering replacing my, when I do replace the upstairs toilet, which is happening later this year when I have both hands back again uh, with bidet. So there you go. <laughs> well, you can just get the bidet now. It's easy, simple. Click, 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 click. Boom, done, baby. It's Understood. not that easy. I'm not, you gotta run the water to yeah, it. Oh, so I'm not. I'm not gonna water. lie. At any Italian, point, you're a plumber. Let's go. At, <laughs> at any point where the movie sentence... with Dennis Hopper. <laughs> at any point where the sentence has a comma and says when I have both hands back, then yeah. that, that's a great story. Right? <laughs> I get both hands back. <laughs> Fine. If you're listening to this show, you don't know. It's like, oh my God, he's got no hands. Well, so it seems. <laughs> saw that. He couldn't pass that. He couldn't catch that pass. So, you know, that's why we didn't exactly. make Exactly. He's got no hands. That's why he's not playing in the National Hockey League, man. That why no we, that's why we couldn't get to provincials. So, yeah. Canadian joke. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. look at that. Mm-hmm. Nice deep mm-hmm. dive. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take off. We'll All right, guys. I'll talk to <laughs> you next week. <laughs> Thanks, Lyle. Okay. Well, Lyle bye-bye. Richardson, he goes there. He goes here. He's everywhere. It's at Spectre.net. <laughs> so, speaking of which, I, I'm catching up on Ted Lasso right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. There I don't know. If, I don't know if Scott even realized the joke he just made. No. Done. That's fine. Okay, we'll get it. to it after after shot, or I'm sure John might be shouting out right now. But uh, sure, buddy, I mean, I am shouting out right now, but I'm giving a diss to the Tomahawks for changing the fucking schedule without letting ah! you know. Fuck off, yeah, fuck them, fucking jerks. Who plays a fucking Thursday night game on a three game set? They played a they played a Monday uh, a Monday game, I think too. Bags, fuck off. Give a diss to Western Pennsylvania too while I'm at it. Fuck them. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Ooh, we had steel. What do you got now, fuckers? <laughs> fucking anyway. It's a dying city. Um, I give a shout out to Stacy's mom. Got it going on. Mm. She's, she's got it going on. Um, just like Evil Genius says, I'm in love with this beer. Um, and I'll give a shout out to Fountains of Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's a it's a the commercial with Wayne Gretzky in the fountains. That good. What is that MGM? Why can't we make that a beer and have that at the Maryland Hockey Hub? <laughs> I should maybe maybe uh, Fern clutching crab cakes. What the fuck are we doing here? I mean, Fern. What Fern are we can, doing here? He, they can they can uh, give us a fountains of Wayne beer for clutching with their clutching crab cakes. They can throw some money at Scotty. We're we're sitting here, jerking our dicks, doing nothing about it. Well, that's because they're frozen. No, that's right. Shout out yeah. to that Shout guy. Out frozen dicks. 
We were having a debate. Was it is, it? is it? Did he freeze his dick because it was too big or too small? Is it too far? Is it the, is it too far away from his body? The blood flow wasn't good enough, or was it too small that it just it was exposed to the elements and he had just well, didn't Scotty have a chance? Was saying this wasn't the first time he froze his dick. Yeah, he froze it earlier in the year in qualifying. Yeah, but what's my my point is what 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 is the what are we looking at here? I think, it can't I think, just be an average dick. I think it, it can be because if it's between his legs and if he if you're cross country skiing, your legs are out like that. Yeah, then why wouldn't all cross? If it was well, average, if it was an average sized, so if it's it would happen down, to more people, right? If it's hanging down right with sack level, and you get the wind going because the you know those fucking yeah. spandex only protect I mean, much. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, it's zero degrees in there. It leaves there. nothing to the imagination, yeah. usually. Right, exactly. Stupid, sexy finish But guy. my point is, he must be on one side or the other of the bell curve, because otherwise we'd hear more about it. Yeah, I agree with Mark. It can't be average. We would hear about this more often. But that would create drag for him, too. So that would make his score, his qualifying not that <laughs> He finished so, 28th. Obviously, yeah. yeah, out of like 42 people. That's half the field. He did better than half the field with a frozen dick. Damn it. An average finish. <laughs> <laughs> See, there it is. Hold on. Did you just say he's an average finish? Yeah. Is ah! he finish? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> we did it, everybody. We made the comedy pyramid happen. <laughs> Shout out to average fins. <laughs> Which is actually, it's a, uh, if I remember correctly, I believe that that's a Jimmy Buffett cover band. Love it. Perfect. Uh, Woo. I'm out. All right, Mark. So uh, the you what what you just said about Lyle is very close to a chant that that occurs in Ted Lasso, which is you know an an English <laughs> soccer you know football show for Americans. Uh, one of the characters. It's here. He's there. He's there. He's every fucking where. Roy can. Roy can. You said. Pretty much the same thing made me laugh because it made me think of that. So shout out Ted Lasso, good show. I'm finally catching up on it. Uh, it is a good you know, show. Year, years after everyone else did, apparently. So it's better that way. You can um, watch the whole season at a time. That's right. That's right. Um, shout out Zasky to got so, me into that show. Oh yeah. Yeah. How about that? So John shouted out Stacy's mom. I'm shouting out Kristen's passion. No, Jesus. <laughs> what if they were the same person? Oh my I God. think I might have already shouted this one out on the show, but uh, it's a Mexican hot chocolate pour from Old Ox Brewery, which is local Virginia beer. Uh, what else? There was something else I wanted to shout out, and I don't remember what it was now. Oh, uh, I remember now. For the, for, for the gamers out there, the, the PlayStation gamers out there. Horizon Forbidden West, fantastic so far. I'm only a few hours in, but it's delightful. Okay, so gamers. shout that out, too. Uh, if you're not into the, the video games, then fuck you. Wow. Scotty. Fuck me, then. <laughs> I got the, I got the, I got the uh, Switch Fit ring thing. I did, too. Yeah. I started it. I played for about an hour, and I haven't gotten back to it. But I, I want to. It's on my list. How was the hour for you? Good. Bad Good. Or? You like squeeze it and you shoot things. <laughs> Shout out to the. Are we still here. talking about the finish? <laughs> the the finish by uh, cross country skier? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, no. You jump up and down. Yeah. It's a good time. It seems like a good time. 
a fat ass in gear. So, um, there's that. Uh, shout out to my dentist. My dentist was actually really good. It was a f- decent time. I'm sitting there just doing the work as they're talking about their families. You know, that's that's how I want to be. Like they're so relaxed, they know what they're doing. They can just bullshit. Um, so that's fun. Um, I don't have a fun woman drink or woman's name drink to uh, bring up. So, uh, unfortunately, you gotta go with that. Um, but I think that's it. I don't have many shout outs. So, go to there. Uh, fuck Western Pennsylvania. So there we go. Um, that's it. We're trying to keep Mark with a C. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been the Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, part of PodcastMonsters.com. I swear, one of these days I'll do something with that site. One of these days. We should just send out tweets. We should. Just hang out. Um, you go to our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter. It's all at FOHS Radio. If you want to put in a couple ducats into our uh, tin there, you can go ahead to Patreon.com. Show. Throw some money there. It's a good time for everybody involved. Um, until next week, you guys have a good one. We'll be in March. Holy fuck, we'll be in March already. Good God. In any case, till then, peace.